Like two barrels, six clips. I'm killing rappers, you know this. I got 30 names on my hit list. My whole team, some misfit. Stay down with me and we'll get rich. Even if we have to hit 50 licks. Go to work, do dirt, hit the corner, then sell nicks. My game tight in plain sight. Been that way since I was knee high. I don't fuck with lames of no kind. Been that way since 99, so don't text me. I'm not flexing. Don't bring the shit in my direction. I've been down since another lesson. Now I'm killing shit, 9 11. I'm going hard to the final second. Can't stop me. Cause I'm too reckless, but I have progressive cause I'm here to wreck you. The Glock 40 ain't for protection. If you cross me, I'm busting at you. Stay true, then I'm here to help you. Get this money, get this money until the bank account look like heaven. You ain't saying shit, I'm ready for whatever. I'm bang with you in any type of weather. Got a master plan for the coming up. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to episode six. Views from the six. This is your boy. B. Willingham, a.k.a. the assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> what is it? What it do? What it do? King Leon Hill, a.k.a. Ronaldo. What it do, boys? How y'all doing tonight? Yo, 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 what's good, everybody, man? This is your boy, Young Clifford, a.k.a. The Real Reggie. Always a pleasure to be with y'all, man, to talk this good cash shit about these sports. Hello, Cheerio. This is Specialist Rivers. Mr. Rivers, reporting live from Huntsville, and we're going to get into this first round of views from the six. Wish I could go to Canada edition. Let's roll. Yes, yes. This guy. This guy right here. As y'all been know, we've been doing this contenders or pretenders thing. This is like the part four, like the fourth and final installment. So we got these two mm. teams. We got the two teams that's in the finals right now, the Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks. So, uh, yo, so I'm gonna say with the Phoenix the Phoenix Suns, they definitely they definitely contenders. They they've been contenders since the first round. And <laughs> they proved me wrong about uh beating the Lakers. Mm. Mm. So I think they definitely gonna win the um they definitely my favorite to win the title. And hopefully I hope like I said, I'm really the room for CP3 to get a ring because you know he he definitely deserves one. And the the city of Phoenix deserves one too. They need I mean the Phoenix the city of Phoenix, they deserve this. They need this too. And um Charles Barkley and uh Kevin Johnson, they definitely need this. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely agree with that, man. Um, it's definitely a, a, a time to, to give them their flowers and all the good stuff. Phoenix Suns are definitely contenders. Can can we say, can we put an asterisk by it, though? Because are they, were they really contenders with what they had to go against? You know, looking back in it, hindsight view, uh, the, the path that they went on was maybe a little bit flawed, but Again, they are to me, you know, wrapping this back around. They are contenders. They're they're just fresh. They're young. They're energetic. They, they you saw last night from the game. They were firing on all cylinders. The, the energy was there. They're taking a lot of get cues from CP3, and all of the all of the 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 components are there to make for this to be their their time to shine. But 
I won't count the Bucks out yet, and I can give you my 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 spiel for that when we talk about the Bucks. But definitely the contenders. Uh, to, to to answer your bigger your bigger scope question, Ronaldo, about whether or not this is a flawed a flawed you know road for the Suns, I honestly I don't think it is. I don't think it is at all because the injuries, the, the, they they were the Lakers and they were the Lakers problems. That has nothing to do with them. This is the time of year where everybody, is, to some degree, is hurt, and that goes True. for all sports. So like I said that man. I mean, if shoot, either way, and I actually heard this. I forgot. I, I forgot from, from one of the shows. Even though I, I would definitely say this, I think even with the healthy Anthony Davis. I still think the Suns would have beat the Lakers because I think the Lakers are actually that bad. The rest, the rest of the team, I mean, mm. I mean, Dennis Schroeder, Kyle Kuzma, give me a break. The way mm. the Suns are just hitting down shots, and you're seeing guys like DeAndre Ayton, Devin Booker, just becoming one of the top five players in the league, man. Like I said, it was just it was just time for the young boys to eat, man. It's just time for the young yeah. boys to eat, man. LeBron, he's y'all, y'all know how much I love LeBron. LeBron's my favorite player. But Bron's not be, but Bron, you know, Father Time comes to claim us all. And that's yes. just that's just that's just that's just real. We like said that it comes it comes to claim us all, and 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 like I said it, it just is what it is, man. Young boys, young boys, going to eat, and that's exactly what's happening in the West, man. The young boys came to eat, man. We got the veteran Chris Paul, like like you all said, a huge CP3 fan. I hope he gets his. Ring this go around. I've always said that if if the Hawks weren't going to be in, and then the next team that I would definitely cheer for would be the Suns because CP3. If there's anybody, even though nothing is deserved in sports, everything's earned. But if there's somebody who definitely deserves a ring and deserve a capstone to their career, it's definitely Chris Paul. So I'm definitely hoping that they'll that that, that, that he'll def, he'll definitely bring to bring one home, to bring one home, man. And, and, and that's all this to say that yes, they are definitely contenders because they have probably been the most consistent team throughout throughout the entire playoffs. Like I said, I really can't point to any one bad game they've had this entire run. Monty Williams has just been said, coach coach gives you know what off. CP3 is doing CP3 things, man. Like I said he's look like he's just been rejuvenated and doing things that I haven't seen from him you know, in the past five years. So. Yeah, man. We said I. I mean, well, he, he, I feel like he feel, I feel like he was doing it in the past five years. We just wasn't hearing him because a, a lot of other stuff was in his way, or the the story was always about how he's difficult to be on a team, or how the other superstar was was kind of taking over, and was he really the number one man or even number two man? Because the teams he was playing with, he was with some other stars. So then you know you see these last couple of years, three years. Where he's, I'm not used. I'm not going with the other superstars. I'm going to my, I'm going to some young buck teams, and statistically, he showed how he made a team better, and proved that he could be a team could be worth fighting into the playoffs. So definitely, he he still is worth being on that team for the Suns now. And then I'm really hoping for a a, a win for him because that ring is definitely deserved for, um, since from the start. So you know. His journey has been the craziest of all crazies, being a Pelican, then, you know, a possible <laughs> Laker, and then not a Laker. And he just went to see all – he saw it all. So he saw 
everything that could have been crazy. He knew what he needed to do now this year to, to take over. And I guess not saying that that that's going to be an ashes to this thing because it, it shouldn't. If they're going to say that's an ashes, then they're going to definitely talk about Lakers last year being ashes because, you know, that's the bubble. So we could go ahead and throw that out the window. But definitely having them, their pathway was a little bit easier, I would say, because a healthy 80 to me and a healthy – Healthy LeBron, I would have felt like the Lakers would have won that series. But again, that's hindsight. They are still playing on all cylinders and they're playing tough. So I'm, I'm really loving the energy right now. What about you, Tariq? The Suns are contenders for sure. But some of them players on that damn team are fucking pretenders. And I'm gonna go to a young Crowder. Ooh. That that guy right there, he need to stop shooting the three. <laughs> Trying to shoot the three, he need to stop doing that shit, bruh. Yo, big ass need to be down low where Aiden is at, so you can get the rebound and just put the shit back up, bro. <laughs> Yo, ass is wide as all outside. You could be down low boxing guys out and putting the ball back in. But you out on the three-point line like you Steph Curry or Damon Lip. Bro, you not them, bro. You can't shoot the three. <laughs> bro, last night pro- proved that you cannot shoot the three. You did, bro, every time I looked up and he shot a three, he was building the foundation <laughs> For another fucking stadium, bro. You can't shoot that shit, bro. Yo, yo D, 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 you, you, know, you don't know why he did this. You don't know Stop. why. He, you don't know why. You don't know why. Because the last couple of series, that dude fell in love with it. It's like, oh snap, these things, go, these things going down, man. I can still keep on doing this. No, no, no. You can't. Your ass is big as shit. Go down low and be somebody that CP3 and Booker can get the ball to down low. Like I like when I coach, I coached uh, my unit team, basketball team in Korea. I always told them we start the game, start it off down low, feed the big man, show them love, and then we can start getting a mid range game going. Then we can start getting the threes going. But bro, you got bro, you gotta. I'm just old school with it, man. I love to see the big man down low you know, pounding it out, getting the rebounds, blocking out. Because if you get the other team in foul trouble, then what they going to do? They big men going to be on the bench, and then you can do what you want. You can play big, and then you got the game. But the son, the son Booker doing his thing, CP3 doing his damn thing for the, for, for the, for the vets out there, and he just, you know, got with a, a good bunch of young players. And they playing their ass off for him and for and for Monty Williams. So it's it's awesome to see, man. I've seen the the interviews where they say CP3, man, he's just been awesome as a leader, as a as a vet, as a as a you know big brother type, and just been teaching them teaching them and giving them advice about their game and stuff like that, so they could be a better team all around. So you know. CP3 is is a great leader. Um, I was listening to another show this morning, and they were talking about – they had to debate about 
if he's the greatest leader, but bruh, 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 well, pump your brakes, man. Okay, the man that made it to the finals, <laughs> but he ain't the greatest leader. Oh, nice. You know, and, you got to have that talk. You know, you got to have And out of the, all the other greats that's been leaders on their team and been on their team for years, he cannot be considered the greatest, but he is a great leader. But it just came out in this, on this team. What about the other teams the motherfucker played on? Yeah, he yeah he was with the Clippers and they had Lob City, but they didn't do nothing with that shit. They did not a damn thing. Man, so great. yes, Chris Chris Paul is a good player, <laughs> and he's a they good had player and everything. Folks couldn't shoot before folks could, and folks couldn't shoot back then. Man, they were, they were yeah, they, yeah, they, they they were yeah. Lob City was just on the they were just on that dividing line between when the league started become. Becoming the analytics, basically getting folks who shoot beyond three over thirty percent, y'all. We always hear about analytics, but that's pretty much what analytics says. Get the guys who can shoot above 33 percent from the from the three point line. That's that's all it is, y'all. <laughs> let, yeah. let, let's just keep it real. But yeah, they were just on that on that line when the league was becoming a three point shooting league, and they were having a whole bunch of dudes like Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan who who who, who couldn't even hit the broad side of the barn six feet away. Bruh, 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 them boys can't shoot. Them boys can't shoot. All they can do is dunk and be down low in the paint in the restricted area. That's all they can do. That's all they can do. Catch a catch a lob here and there. That's what we call Lob City, man, because Blake Griffin was jumping out of the gym. He ain't jumping out of the gym no more. I mean, he's still dunking, yeah. but he ain't doing it like he did when he was in with the Clippers. He definitely not doing it nowhere close to that. Nah. He ain't jumping over no Kias in the dunk contest and all that shit. <laughs> he ain't doing that shit no more. Fuck no. But, <laughs> but yeah, man, Suns contenders, and they got a great chance to win this series. But I want to see if they're going to win a road game in Milwaukee because the Milwaukee fans and the energy that they give off there is the same type of energy they give off. Uh, the Suns fans give off as well. So I want to see when it goes to Milwaukee, what they're going to do. Because that's what I want to see. Ah, damn. See? Ah, damn. See? See? But, but yeah, man, that's all I want to see, man. That's all. Well, let me ask you this, though. How y'all feel about the height? Um, Well, I guess – the it's the it's a chatter that goes on in the Twitter world or just the the, the sports groups right now. How Devin Booker is getting the the Kobe comparison? Yeah, we, I didn't hey, talk about that last. Yeah, we talked about that last show. I, I and you remember how we talked about that uh, in the last podcast. But, and I, I just find it interesting how nope, that's becoming nope, nope. a talk yeah, now. Steve, and, I think the first person I heard say that was Stephen A. Smith. He was the first person who actually defended him. He said it with his chest. Stephen A. Smith said it with his whole chest that Devin Booker was the next Kobe Bryant. So that, that See, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't go, I can't go that far with him. No, I understand. No. I'm not. I mean, oh, oh, I love oh. how he's using Kobe's mentality. That's that's the that everybody should be using that. Everybody should be on the Kobe mentality train. Like, I see that's what he's doing. That's to me, that's what Devin's doing. He's he's pretty much honoring Kobe by showing how his worth ethic is and how he's pushing the the game forward and how he's really pushing the game because that was a Kobe mentality. That was a Kobe deal. We're not, we shouldn't be saying he is the next Kobe because, you know, that's just a really, that's, no. a, that's, a, that's a great area right there. That's, no. that's treading water, you know? 
Man, that's just some shit they want to that they need to talk about. They need because they ain't got no other sports to talk about right now. Other mm-hmm. than ain't nobody talking about hockey. Mm-hmm. I ain't heard nobody talk about hockey on no sports show unless it's <laughs> NHL. Stay tuned for that. But um, <laughs> bro, man, bro, that's a tease. That's a tease, Mister. Bro, I just want him to be the next Devin Booker, man. I don't want him to be nobody else. Be yourself. Yes, you can have the mama mentality. Yes, you can honor Kobe. But, bro, you not the next Kobe, bro. You you not. You not the next Kobe. Just be Devin Booker and help your team win the championship. That's all you got to do. You can honor right. Kobe all you want to. But just be yourself, man. And it's too early to call that nigga the next Kobe. For oh, sure. Yeah. Way too Way early. Be honest, I hate huh? Stephen A for that yeah. shit. When I had thought when I saw him in college, I always thought he could have been like the next um, Ray Allen because that dude really could shoot. He can he was a really good shooter too. And people didn't really notice that, but so that's all yeah. he thought he was gonna be like another Ray Allen or, or someone. Like win three right. point three point contest. And I'll be honest, I didn't even know he was gonna like become a star like he is right now. I mean, I knew he was gonna be good, but I didn't know he was gonna be that good. It just took it just took him being in a in a place like Phoenix yeah. to develop and, and, and blow yeah. up like he did. Yeah. And I guess having Kendall Jenner or whatever being her the boy the girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> having one of the Jenners slash Kardashian hybrids out there, you know, got to have that for the basketball yeah. god. Did y'all see the did y'all see the video of the car he pulled up in? Hell yeah. Yes, <laughs> sir. He did that for the uh, last. Yes. He's been doing that for every um series, man. He's been pulling up false, yeah. false calls, Real. man. The hardest Real. decision yeah. I got to make is rich car. Ryan Big. Ryan Big, yo. <laughs> Ryan yeah. Big. Ryan Big. Boy, 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 boy. Hey, yeah. He did a real, he did a real West Coast. Did a real oh, yeah, West Coast. Really that was. That's not no pretending but, uh, right there, buddy. Ain't but, no uh, at all. Yeah, man. I just, I just, hey, man. Just need to keep doing what he's doing, man. And he'll be, he'll be good, man. No yeah. worries, no worries. Yeah, I but, can see uh, him. I can see him in the future getting to a position where CP3 is doing right now, like you know, playing, playing, playing his position, playing it out right, and he'll get his accolades. How do y'all feel about him taking that mask off so early? <laughs> I'm glad. He was looking like he was about to do. He was about to go kill somebody in that thing, man. <laughs> like he was about to go strangle imagine, somebody. Bro, I can imagine how uncomfortable it is. Cause like I said, I think anything. I, we all know being sport, being the sports heads that we are, we all know the athletes are creatures of habit. So anything yeah. that that throws off the, the equilibrium in their environment, they absolutely hate hate it. And you can tell that the man he was the thing that was throwing off. Bro, he couldn't shoot the J. He couldn't shoot the J with that mask on, bro. He was trying to be ripped. He was trying to be ripped. Yeah, I was about to say, did y'all hear he actually talked to Rip Hamilton about the mask? Oh, really? He was pretty much telling him, you know, you have to have to wear it all the time in order just to get used to it. Keep that habit going, yeah. Yep, he said that you have to make the mask a habit, basically, in order to get used to Yeah, you got to wear it. Yeah, you gotta wear it when you with 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 the Kardashians. You gotta wear it hey. when you're sleeping. Hey, man, you gotta wear it, bro. You can't be like, oh, I'm gonna go see my girl. I can't wear the mask. Nigga, you better put that mask on, nigga. You trying to win, <laughs> trying to win a championship? What you mean? Cause you're going out there looking shit right now, boy. All you can do is drive to the hole. That's all you yeah. can do. 
get some get get people in foul trouble because you couldn't shoot the Jay. Jay was looking rough, boy. He was shooting short, everything, boy. He was looking rough when he had that mask on, bro. Real. Rough, I'm gonna tell you this when um when I see when I see now on Devin Booker when I just see any players um just putting on the mask on, I be getting those those uh I hope that I can bring this as a circle. We getting this get those vibes of when the Undertaker had to wear the mask back in WWE days. Yeah, I remember oh, when. When he pulled out the mask, that's another tease for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean that, that's what that's what I feel when they, they be coming out with the mask. I look at that mask, man. Like, and then you know it'd be a whole different vibe that it you know it just be weird. I know they just be feeling just weird with a mask on. I feel, we all felt weird last year putting masks on, going out into the world. So imagine a pro athlete just putting on a full face mask, sweated up. Yeah, fog up the mask, looking like he got, you know, fog inside his face. He can't see nothing. So that's just messing them all the way up. So I, I knew he was like, man, I'm one and done with this. I'm going to get this thing off and go back to the business. Yeah, out there looking like Zorro out there, man. He was just <laughs> down Zorro. <laughs> the clear mask version of Zorro. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no guitar. <laughs> Man, let's get up to this next punk ass team. Um, <laughs> this, Ooh, I'm just playing. We're gonna start off with the middle ball bucks. Man. No, he was right. He was right. Yeah. <laughs> congratulations on being Ooh, a congratulations on being a Hall of Team that wasn't even supposed to be in the playoffs while Trey Young was hurt. They are contenders. Right. Only if Giannis is 100, percent which um I don't think he really is. Um, no, he yeah. The f- funny thing, I was actually talking to t- talk to my my boy, the doctor, the doctor old ass Demetrius again. Shout out to oh, yes. him and the rest of the Arm Chronicles. But Yo, he's me. pretty much just saying he's pretty much saying the same thing I was thinking when I saw that Giannis was going to play. I was like, did he get a hold of the same stuff that Joel and B took that made him play like a beast, even though he was on the horn <laughs> meniscus? Yeah. Bruh. Right, these like injuries were different for basketball players. Apparently, bro, you ain't playing. You ain't playing with that. A torn meniscus, you ain't playing with that. Hell but no, nah, he was on that same shit that Paul Pierce was on. That's what he was on. That shit that make you come back like Superman. Like, hey, come on, that on. You talking about that deer blood or something like that, right? Ah, uh, yeah, ah, uh, yeah. 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 Hey, yeah, came back, bro. He came back. Mm-hmm. Came back hopping and shit. But all right, uh, I, I would say I would say for real for me for the Milwaukee Bucks there are contenders, and this is a hot take. They are contenders uh, if Giannis doesn't play. Ooh, there it is. Heard that earlier as well. You think he detrimental I mean, to the team right now? <laughs> I feel like <laughs> do, when they won that game, when they won that game. Middleton, the whole group, everybody was on fire. They were, just, they were, they were just Ice firing cold. and ceiling. They were just like, "Nah, this is my team, bro. I'm going at it." And it wasn't because they needed they needed Giannis. Giannis was going to get his his buckets, but now Giannis back. Everybody's paying attention to him, and now the ball needs to go through him. I feel like it shouldn't do that. Like they should have done that. They should be using that same same drill, same. Format that they use for that last game against the the Hawks. What they doing now? Now, of course, this is meaning we're not taking out a superstar who say he's playing 
And Giannis is like, yeah, we're going to be in it. But I just feel like, again, he's detrimental to the team. And he shouldn't be playing at all. If they want to win the championship, shouldn't be playing. Well, damn. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely – I definitely see, see exactly where you're coming from, Ronaldo. And I will say that, yes, they are contenders and spoiler people. If, if you made it this far to the finals, then obviously you are a contender. But I will just right. say, say this. To your point, Ronaldo, you have to, like you said, when is the line where you, even though you might be healthy enough to play, and I know that you don't want to let your team down by by staying on the side, by staying on the sideline, even though you probably need the extra rest, because I think that's what happened with Trey Trey Young in game game six. Game six in the Hawks Bucks series. Trey Young clearly should not have played that game, but Trey was like, "Shoot, man, I'm gonna do do whatever. I'm gonna do whatever I can now. I'm healthy enough. And if we are gonna go down, I guess we're gonna go down go down with the ship. But he clearly he clearly wasn't a help at all at all in Game six. It's almost to the point now, you know, with Giannis, you have to say because I don't know if y'all saw that live, man. But that was a real bad injury. That injury could have definitely went left. That was ugly, yeah. I actually thought it did, but how he didn't tear anything in the knee afterwards is is is, is an absolute blessing. But that was bad. That's about Woo. as bad as you can look without without you know seeing seeing a noticeable you know tear or break of anything. So, like bad. you said, how how effective is he? And you definitely can't run the office through him. Like you said, that really the the games that. The difference in the series, in the last series against the Hawks, was the fact that that Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday actually became became much more consistent than we actually saw in the playoffs, especially Chris Middleton. Because back during the Brooklyn series, Chris Middleton he could be a walking bucket, and then the next game he could like give you thirteen points on like four for sixteen shooting. Yeah. <laughs> so you ain't winning yeah. too many. You're not gonna win too many games when your second best player. Is it, 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 is out here like like Tarif say would be making you know the foundation for your next home. You ain't winning. You ain't winning. winning yeah, like that. He do be off and on. Yeah, Drew Holiday. You ever said that had a had a great series? Like I said, it's gonna be it's gonna be the Milwaukee backcourt that's gonna have to you know carry carry them this round. I, I would think and probably the Milwaukee backcourt and. And, and and if Brooke Lopez could fig, figure out that he could also rebound, re- rebound, you know, in, in addition to shooting threes, then I think what's name? Be, yeah. I think hey, just put him on, just put him on uh, this guard. Have eight guard him because I think that's one thing. Like the Hawks, I know Brooke Lopez was just like scoring like crazy one game, and they couldn't have a stop for that. And I think that they put they put DeAndre Ayton on that, he can probably can stop him then. Because like I said, I don't know if Giannis gonna be any kind of a effective or not, but. We'll see. Man, the, the the Bucks better get it together. That's all I can say, man. They better get it together because and they better find a way and find a way find their matchups. Look back at the tape. Find their matchups who can best guard who. Because the Suns started five, man. Like I said, without Crowder, excluding Crowder. Them sons, the sons, man, all of them can get hot at one time, man, and it's gonna and it'll be so ugly. 
the the Bucks got like three people that can get hot. What they need to do is keep fucking Giannis down low, so he so he can be down there to rebound. Put Brooke Lopez down low, so he can be down there to rebound and put back up. Yes, Brooke Lopez can shoot the three a little bit, but his tall ass need to be down low, man. That I, I'm just old school. Like, I'm just old school like that, man. I mean, yeah, you can shoot a three and everything, but. Bro, don't fall in love with shit, man. Because I'll see a, you'll see a run. The Bucks trying to shoot the three to come back, but they missing. And then every time the Suns go down, they getting they getting a shot down low, or they getting a three. Bro, if you fall in love with a three, you'll ne- you never make it because you gotta. When you see if a shooter see the ball go in the hoop, that's gonna give them confidence to keep shooting. But if you never see the ball go in the hoop, boy, y'all gonna look like shit. And that's what happened last night, boy. That, they got the Suns got that lead on the books, and that, bro. When once I saw that lead, I was like, man, that's it. That's it, right there. That's it. They at home, and they got this big ass lead, boy. Y'all done. When that when I, I, I thing got up to twenty, boy, that was it. Bro. Yeah. That's yeah, a wrap was, on was the one thing I, I want to I want to see exactly what, what's going to happen because again, going back to your Brooke Lopez point, T. The Suns were actually doing the same thing that the Hawks did in, in the first game against the Bucks, and that was put Brooke Lopez in, in the pick and roll situation, M- made him look crazy in the process. I don't know right. if Bud is going to actually do the same. I don't know if he's going to. After I, I don't see why he wouldn't do the same 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 thing, made the same adjustment, and actually don't you know, start switching more instead of actually you know having this big man be exposed, be exposed across you know. That across that line again, because like you said, man, the Suns, I think the difference, especially when I saw on the boards, the Suns were dominating the boards in that last game, too. That the Suns are just, a, like I said, they're young, athletic boys, boys who could jump out of the gym. Like I said, these just young cats just eating right now, man. These are just younger, and they're well rested. Athletes. They're well rested. They, they, yep. they've been on vacation almost while everybody, wow. The East was still going on. They've been rested for the pretty much all the Western Conference. They've been and they look like going, they've they been going like through their series rested. like it's nothing. They look like they were rested, Ronaldo. That's the thing. You yeah, said it. Yeah. They looked so, like they boom. were ready. They were absolutely ready last night. Yeah, they, like, they yeah. was like anxious to get on out there. And you have a hurt Giannis coming back to the court. He did his thing, of course. I mean, you know, what he's done for an accident that what had happened. It, you know, that looked like it's a miraculous type of thing. Like, dang, because we all saw the video of his leg. Right? Man, dude, he might be out for the rest of the, the, the whole playoffs. But, he's now, you know, he came back, put up some decent points. But I don't want him to become that liability now because, okay, he's on there. So, but don't – I don't want him for one. Hopefully that's not just like a, a, a temporary bounce back. I hope he doesn't catch back up to him. His legs start hurting again, and now he's like, now the the play is all out of whack because now they was focusing on having it go through Giannis, but now they're not. So they don't need to have any of that going on through a series like this, especially it's the finals. So they have to really solidify where they're going to go with it. Are they going to stick with Giannis and go forth with it? And we got to also look at it as like this too. They've been losing all their first games in these series in the in the East. So that's not an indication that they're going to, you know, they're going to be out of this thing. Like, they always been losing. They lost their first games pretty much all the other series. So, then they do the bounce back. So. 
we'll see, man. I don't. We'll see how to. We'll see what they do. Next game is tomorrow night. We will see how they do. But they don't come out with about energy. The, uh, people. I feel about the people saying how, how the finals is. Like, ah, we're not cool about this finals. We don't want this finals. We want something else. The memes going around where it was supposed to be Godzilla versus Kong, and it turned out to be um, uh, Curious George and, and Barney the Dinosaur. Oh, damn. <laughs> hey, man, it's good It's good to see some other teams in the finals, man, and other players Basically, in the finals, like man. I said, man, this, that's, that's it. Honestly, I, honestly – I think the really the theme of this entire playoffs has just been you know seeing seeing guys emerge that 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 are going to be the future. I mean, listen, LeBron can't carry the league <laughs> forever, and like within, within the next five years, man, we're going to have to somebody has to have bets among these top group of guys guys that that, that, that we saw, and it starts. Like I said, you, you you make your like I said, this is where your story begins. This is where your story really begins, you know, in the playoffs. It was, and, like right. you said, and like you said, Therese, not just seeing different teams, man. We're seeing different guys, you know, like Devin Booker making his playoffs and now his finals debut. Trey Young making his playoff debut, man. And, and, and now the rest of the world see that the dude could that the dude could actually seriously hoop, man. We're seeing Deandre, we're seeing the DeAndre Aidens of the world, you know, coming in and said really really making name, names for themselves, man. So we've got there are plenty of guys who you can we can point to and say you know what they they got next they got next and like I said that I mean as as much as as much as I would love to see to see you know the 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 guys who who we definitely know the hoop like I said the known the known commodities like like Kevin Durant the the James Hardens of the world as much as as much as you know they're the known commodities let's think about it they're known commodities and. Again, they aren't going to be the only ones that's going to be carrying the league for the next five years, though. So, like I said, so yeah, mm-hmm. just like everything else, man. Like I said, the the new boys, the new boys have to get ready out here. Like I said, Steph Curry, he's a known commodity, but there's also going to be have somebody behind Steph Curry if you actually want to see, see the game continue to grow. And again, the known commodities are not the only guys to ball in the league. So, I'm here for yeah. it. I'm here yeah. for it, I feel like the, it was these these are I feel like and it's and it's crazy because it I feel like these are the same people that not too long ago were probably saying like I'm tired of seeing LeBron in the finals. Like oh of course I'm tired they of are. seeing LeBron. <laughs> like okay, so which one which, what what do you where which way do y'all want it? Like y'all want it where there's no LeBron in the finals, or do y'all want LeBron in the finals? It's like I feel like this is what y'all getting these people that was tired of seeing LeBron 10 years straight in the finals, which you know is not his fault, he's just that good. But you know, just seeing or not seeing Steph in the finals, I'm kind of I low key kind of want to see Steph stepping back up now since you know it's been two three years removed now from a uh, from being back to back to back with the Warriors. Like I was at first kind of have a fatigue of of the Splash Brothers being there, but now I'm like well, I, I kind of want to see them back in that thing now. So it's kind of that I'm gonna miss you when you're gone type of deal. So it, it's like yeah. you're getting what you want now. Without it being an all LeBron finals this time, and you get like the new young stars that are emerging, like everybody said and mentioned, and getting to see what's going to be the future moving past LeBron because LeBron's not going to be there for long, and stuff is going to be there, of course, but not you know not too long after that, and Kevin Durant after that, like they're not going to be there like not too long. We're going to have to have a good a good time to enjoy them while we're there, but like they're getting up there in age, so now these new young stars got the 
it's time to do it. So there you go. Like you said, Rich, like this is time for them to bust out. And and this is that spotlight. Yeah, buddy. They gotta the 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 young bucks gotta get ready to carry the league, man, for sure. Gotta to get ready. But, no, no doubt. But yeah, other than that, um, you know, like I said, Milwaukee, they get they get zero love for me, man. And you know what? Oh man, this is this this hard coming out of my mouth right now. But I root for Duke. I I root for Duke before I root for the Milwaukee Bucks. Whoa! Wow! Yeah, I just said. Whoa! Wow! If only the audience knew. Only how this if works. only, oh, bro. If only, I don't think they do. Only they, they know how this works. They, they do not know. Don't. They do not know. The boy got the boy got matching he, he draws to the, the, to the jersey. The, right the boy here, got matching draws to the North Carolina jersey. You got the boy got matching draws. The boy, the boy Brandon got man. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh Jesus Christ! Man, the, the boy bro, has both pictures of Roy Williams in his in his own room. Gosh. Oh yeah, he got it. He got a nice to his nightstand. Yeah, he's a, he's he a goat. Nice I'm sorry, he's the goat. <laughs> in the frame, he got it oh, in the frame next to his nightstand. It's, it's that picture frame we have Martin Luther King, Jesus, and Roy Williams. That, that, oh, that, yeah. that's it. That's <laughs> it. I've right seen there. the mountaintop. That's it. I've seen the mountaintop. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking right about there. Roy Williams more on Juneteenth than he was MLK. Uh, <laughs> that's how much the boy like UNC. Oops. Oh there he goes. Yeah. I got another I got a question for y'all boys, man. So which city would y'all rather go to on vacation? <laughs> Milwaukee or uh, uh, Phoenix? <laughs> Uh, I may do Phoenix. Um, Are you talking about this time of year or just in general? Yeah, just in general. <laughs> oh, 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 Phoenix, hands down, bro. Yeah, I like. I feel like I get kidnapped and, and killed in Milwaukee. Oh, damn! Kill, 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 kill Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, Milwaukee. <laughs> like you know, next, I feel like a lumberjack is coming get me and take me somewhere. The next knee to the neck, man. Oh. <laughs> But then again, Phoenix soon. is Too like soon. 150 degrees, right? Yeah, so like, I heard I'm thinking like, okay. It is hot as shit It's dry. It's dry too. So if you ain't used to no humidity, whew, get ready. Get yeah, ready. see, so I don't understand why. What's the what's the the the, the aura or the fantasy of uh, Phoenix? Like, mm, I ain't on the side. Well. And y'all know, did y'all know um Phoenix actually is like the um it's like the fifth largest y'all know it's like the fifth largest city in the United States. It's like right, yeah, it's like right definitely after Houston. Know that. Well, definitely didn't know that. Yeah. Definitely didn't know yeah. that, sir. Yeah, that, that, that's actually one of the few things that we actually heard, heard about or at least yeah. learned as a as a political science major. That's kind of at least find some way to make use of my degree somewhere in my life and. I should have known that, but I yeah, won't be the a, first one to say that. That's a fun fact for y'all. <laughs> fun fact. See, y'all learn something every time. Yeah, y'all, y'all learn something, man. <laughs> We try to make it every facet. We got yep. y'all. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, but as for my prediction, um, I say Phoenix in five, and Devin Booger wins the finals MVP. Yeah. 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 
Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Oof. Well, I'm thinking we'll have to go, we'll have to go back in the archives the after the series is over. <laughs> yeah. Back in the archives. Yep. Oh, I'm everything. Yeah. I'm giving oh, the CP3. Man. I feel like he's going to get the end finals MVP. Yeah. Either him or, like I said, either him or uh, CP3 or Devin Booker. That's what I think. Yeah. I, I, I mean, they're both, they're both going. What was that? No, I was about to say, I got, I got Phoenix at six, CP3. CP3 is the MVP. Like I said, it's going to be, if they do win, I definitely think it's probably going to be a, so be, like I said, it's basically giving this man his flowers for, for career, for his career well done. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shit, man. State Farm is giving him his flowers. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck the MVP, man. They're giving it's him good. a bag, brother. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you need. You can buy as many flowers as you want to right now. Oh yeah. Uh, let's go to the next topic. Um, the thoughts on y'all on uh, the expansion to um of the college playoff to twelve teams. Um, I'm gonna let y'all boys go. Which I get the. We're gonna give a background into it for, for 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 the people who won't know or cause we are who we are, and we just said we just, we just learn y'all, and we we learn y'all whatever we can, man. So. You want, you learn want, it, you want, learn it. You want to give a background? Well, you about you want me to want me to handle it? Yeah, because I'll be honest. I mean, I've heard like a lot of it. I heard about it, but I haven't really heard too much about it. So. Okay, yeah. no problem, bro. It's, yeah. it's, bas- it's basically, basically the college football playoffs looking to possibly expand to to to, to a twelve team format instead of the current format that that we have right now. So the the old format is basically just the top, basically the top four teams as determined by the college football playoff committee. So unlike the BCS, they don't just take the top the top two. It was just the top two teams in, in the old BCS right. system, which was in, in itself very controversial at the uh, end. So like computer program, right? Yeah. Yeah, basically yeah, it's algorithms. Algorithms yeah. basically determine who yeah Oof. who the who the two champions were who were playing for the national championship at the end. So with this current current format, it's the it's really at the discretion of the college football playoff committee because even if a team, because we also saw it in the very first year, even though a team could be ranked number one, they could still be ranked wherever the college football playoff committee based off of fluid criteria, criteria is things like game controls and stuff that normally a computer will probably crunch or the computers would crunch in the BCS system, but instead it's basically human eyes or you said basically human trial that determines who the four teams, whether or not they were conference champions, even though I think that's probably the unspoken criteria is at least three of, at least get three conference champions in there. And then the fourth spot will probably either go to the to, to the next strongest team. But really, the <clears throat> criteria was fluid from year to year. Again, one uh-huh. year game control was the deciding factor for these teams. And the next year, it's not like I said, it, it, it's basically a new thing. And it basically became a cluster. And if you wanna for for lack of a better term, because you would sometimes, you know, get some to get, get some great fire matches and sometimes. You did not. You some straight but ass no. beating. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but no matter what, it somehow always ended up with 
Alabama and Clemson somehow ended up being the last two teams who played for the national championship. So I'm sure there's probably some, 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 you know, folks, probably some other people around the country probably were like, yo, what can we do to possibly prevent this from being a, being a regionalized sport? So you probably just have some people like, you know, let's just see how we can expand it. Now beforehand, you've actually had a lot of discussion about an 18 playoff before the 12 team. I think the first time I actually heard about the 12 teams like end of last year, I didn't even know that the 12 teams was really on the table until, you know, till the end of last football season. So now the 12 team format or the 12 team, you know, or, or at least the beginnings of adopting it is actually going to this first phase. And I think they're actually going to go in front of the, some other committee in September to actually decide whether or not, you know, to, to formally adopt it because they actually have a contract. That's one of the reasons why we haven't seen it, seen it, you know, go further, further beyond that is because they have a contract with, 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 with have television deals that actually have the current 14 format until I think 2023, then I think that contract will end. But all indications show that after that contract's ending, that we're about to get these 12 teams. And the 12 teams will be determined by the six highest conference champions then I think the P5 getting some of the automatic bids, and then the highest possibly out of the out of CUSA, that's Conference USA, the American Athletic Conference, and the Mountain West. So teams like those Sun Belt, whoever the mm-hmm. highest conference champion out of them, probably get that sixth spot. And then after that, the six other teams would be based on based on you know at large bids as determined by the college football playoff committee. So like I said that that's pretty much going to be the new format. Of course, it's seeded. I think the top four seeds are actually going to be the top four seeds will actually have a bye, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, one yeah, before, that's yep, what I read. Before, yep, we'll see the first round bye. Our team seeded five through 12 will play each other in the first round of the home, on the home field of the higher ranked team. So basically, well, well, well. Yep, under the proposal, the quarterfinals and the semifinals will be played in the bowl games. And the championship game will continue to be at a neutral site as under the current format. So that's pretty much the crash course and what's on the table. And like I said, there's all indications that it's actually, that, that we might see it sooner rather than later. So that's just, you know, my, my spiel, our spiel to try to get those caught up. Who's not quite familiar with the goings on <clears throat> in the college football world. But well, do you I, like I, it, I definitely, I definitely think it's, um, I definitely think it's it's a play to get get the the normal four teams that we always see in the playoffs all the time. They're trying to to work in some some March Madness type of feel. Like let's find a, a, a underdog team that could possibly go up the ranks because we're a lot of folks are probably getting tired of seeing Alabama and Clemson every year in the in <laughs> in the college, in college championship. So expanding it out, you're going to see these teams. You always have the conversation when they always list the top four. If Michigan would have won and got into the sixth spot, or if, or if um, Gonzaga, I mean not Gonzaga, if 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 Western whatever state is doing this in the third, getting into the to the into the into the games to play, they come they might come to win, but easily knowing that it doesn't matter if Alabama and Clemson are always the powerhouse, and they always keep saying like, all right, when you go against them, you're going to see why they are number one. Or why they number two because they always think they're the, the bomb, and then once they go against Alabama or Clemson, they get the ass. 
But again, it's just a whole fact of like getting the drama out and having more ties. Like like you said, Reggie, when that when that that contract is up and you get to expand into some more more areas and get more playtime, which is more advertising bucks, which is more money. Then of course that's that's where the, that's where you want to have that. That's where the buck stops. So it's, it's a money play slash you know uh, drama chaser type of deal. That's what I feel. But there's anything to say. I said I I I actually have my thoughts in the last uh-huh. since I talked so I talked enough for doing the doing the explanation. I mean, all right. Well, my thing is like to me, it I mean it doesn't matter, man. Really, because um, EGA is gonna find a way to lose in the first round. So, <laughs> and really, I'll be honest, man. Nobody wants to see them other bowl games. I mean, I mean, most of them play. Most of those players skip that draft. Skip. They skip those um games anyway to prepare for the NFL draft. So I mean, if they do have it at twelve teams, I say I'm like I'm for it because I mean you know, them players will have something like to play for you know that's they have a chance to win like a championship game. So, and I mean, who actually cares about the Uber Eats and DoorDash bowl games anyway? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's getting it's getting out of hand, man. Like the bowls yeah, used, hey, used, used to be men something. Now it's yeah, becoming a, parody. Yeah, and a, also, a, one more thing I'm gonna just say. I mean, if they do, let's say they do move it to a 12 team, people gonna complain about it. They're gonna complain about it anyway, say they team should have been in it. I'm like, well, your team should have dang won the championship oh. game and they shouldn't they should not lost two or three games. <laughs> they should not lost a damn Vanderbilt. <laughs> Right. Uh, you know, uh, or down um or um I think of another sorry team, Kansas. <laughs> they should have lost to Kansas. So, yeah. I think Ooh. they should go into that too. That if they lose one game, who do they lose it to? If they lost it to like a like a real sorry team, I think they should get consideration. But if it's like a it's like a real good team, they probably lose like by like a touchdown or a field goal, they should Definitely mm-hmm. take consideration of letting them into the the, um, the twelve teams, right? Yeah, it's a, it's always gonna be. It can be four, it can be eight, it can be twelve. Yeah, whoever that last team, that team right there, the fifth spot, that team right there, the ninth spot, the team right there, the thirteenth spot. Them mofo's don't get in. They be like, yeah, I doubt it. I'm not you didn't get in, man. You did good, man. We need we was undefeated, but last year nobody wanted to see BYU in the doggone championship. Man, come on, man. I want to see BYU, dog. Man. Weird, wasn't it? Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. We didn't want to see y'all. I mean, y'all might have had a fire quarterback, but we, 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 we was just fire last year, right? Like, come on, dog. That's like, too, that's just to be determined. Honestly, T, what you're saying is pretty much what we said the last time about folks complaining. About no names like Phoenix and Milwaukee going to the finals, bro. So you say, so you say, you ain't trying to check for check for a future second round pick, Zach Wilson, and how he would actually look tossing the ball no. again. Oh, that man trash no. anyway. <laughs> no hell no, <laughs> hell no. I ain't looking. I know I'm not. See, but and then also the difference is the difference is that this is a team wanna... sport too. So Zach Wilson could be the bomb, but this offensive line trash. He's not going to show nothing off. Not against some. Starting linebackers and defensive tackles going the other way around. He's going against Alabama. He can't smoke. He's not going to get. He's not going to be looking good. He probably 
his stocker fall. Then down Bruh. close to Carolina beat them. Yeah, they did. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, that's, so. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but like, so I mean, it just, it just a, it, either, either, like I said, either number, the people that are right on the outside of it looking in, they're going to be mad. Um, and it's always going to be the same thing. But you got to play the whole season. You can't be taking no games off and right. all that. You got to play the whole season. You got to play your whole 11, 12 games you're going to play. It don't matter if you're playing sorry teams like Florida be doing in like the first two, three games. You got to beat them. You can't be right. close. It can't be no uh, touchdown, field goal, one-point win. It's got to be, be a – man, you got to be like like when we was at Georgia Southern freshman year and Georgia Southern <laughs> right. beat that dog on Johnson C. Smith 83-3. to three. It's got to be that. You got to whoop ass like – them motherfuckers Ooh. just came to get the check. That's yeah. what it's gotta be like if you're gonna if you're a top if you're a top team and you get them you if you get the sorry teams at the beginning or the end, you got to beat them. And then when you play your conference game, you definitely gotta win your conference. Like you can't be coming up short, dog. You can't come up short if you don't and either if it's either four, eight, or twelve, you can't come up short and then they start crying. Because you didn't get in, bro. You didn't win your games. Mm-hmm. You did not win your games, and you did not look dominating. And then if you don't look dominating in your wins that you got, bro, you can't be. Because, bro, I know it's. I know we talk about Alabama all the time, and they always in there. But Nick Saban got his boys ready. He, they got they boys ready to play. If you not, if you don't get your boys ready to play, then you're gonna get smoked. You gonna get smoked. So is hey man, you gotta have yo, you gotta coach your kids up and have them boys ready to play. Have no fear out there on the field. Leave it all out, all out there on the field. And they gotta be ready to play, man. If you're trying to win a championship and not be talked about, like, damn man, we could have won. We could have been a championship, man. We should be. No, you need to put leave it all out on the field so they know that you need to be in a championship game or they know that you need to be in a playoff. But hey, spending it is definitely a money grab because that's just more more games at the end of the season on the on the two. And if your team keep winning, hey, that's more money for your school, man. Most more money for the program. So if you do that's get a Cinderella team in there, extra home game, extra home game, that's, yeah, that's more gate. That's more that's more money for the you know more money for your little town that you in. So it's it's. It's always it's always a good thing for more games, more TV time for players that you may not see in different parts of the US. So it's always it's always a good thing. But you got to play your games, man. You gotta either way, however many teams gonna be in the playoffs, you gotta play your game and you gotta win, leave it all on the field so you can be in considered for the playoffs. And not just be, oh, they lost a game or here, here and there, and you can't make it. So play your fucking games and stop crying and shit. Yeah. <laughs> all I say is win games and win the game that matters. Well, win all games, really. I mean, make it to the conference championship game. You definitely gotta win that game. You can't you can't just be there just to be there. You gotta win that. And you got probably gotta win it convincingly too, depending on what um what conference it is. Like you like in a oh, summer, they 
Cause I don't expect you to like blow out, have a blowout win. But if you're playing like a SEC or I even say an ACC championship, you can probably can at least win by like like a field goal or a touchdown, and you'll still probably get mm-hmm. get into the playoffs. But yeah, it's, like, it's all about it's all about what team. I mean, what um conference you win. So, guys, can we can, 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 can we just be real about about something? And and, and it's my take. Can, can we just be two things? I just want to I want to be real about one. Uh-huh. I think I think anything is better is better than the current format that we have. Right. <laughs> because he's right. The, the four again. Anything we have to determine. Well, it was crazy enough to to, to determine you know championships, the ch- championships you know via via you know via 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 mythological means. And this is actually way before even the BCS, where basically the AP just took the top two teams that that finished in, in the rankings, and you know, and and they basically determined you know the, the top team what, what was the number one team. Again, this is before they played you know the before they played the BCS, where the AP just just chose the champion and and other and other publications like USA like USA Today, they chose their champions you know based off of the final rankings and. And nobody settled anything on the field. Like you say, you just win your conference championships, and 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 that was it. And and two, I think one of the major things about ex- expansion is, and I think again, this goes back to the cold hard reality that the sport is more business now than anything else. And the truth is, not only is it good business to just to give a better opportunity, no, no, no. Um, now, nah, never mind the fact that that you don't think somebody like like, like a BYU actually has a chance in the playoffs, but just the fact that check this out, guys. You, you, do y'all want to know when the last time a team out west actually won a champion, won a championship in college football? No, we uh, mm-hmm. what year? What year it was? Te- are we talking about Texas? Is Texas count? No, oh, like, no, no, no. West Coast, like from, Air, from, from like oh, Arizona man. westward. I say probably like two thousand three, two thousand four. I'm gonna say around right now. Like yeah, two thousand yeah, four USC. Was it? Yeah, I was USC. West. Yep, and and not only that, the last team who actually made the playoffs, who actually was in contention for the championship. You you, you want to know who it is? In what year? Was it Oregon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Oregon 2014 was yep. the last team out on the West Coast who who actually who actually competed in in, a, in any type of national championship for football. So right. for the for almost a decade, you have literally one half, almost one third of the country not caring about what happens to our college football because more right. often than not, the Pac-12 is going to be the ones looking crazy at, at at the end of the series. I mean, again, always IP five conferences. And four playoff spots. I always knew it was going to be like, <clears throat> like a you know what show because of that. And I mean, yes, we all know that everybody's going to complain being outside looking in, but if, even if you're not giving the chance to every P5 conference in there, I think there's just a fundamental flaw in the system to begin with. Right. That's a fundamental flaw because, like I right. said, man, ain't nobody out west. In fact, it's the furthest team out west who actually got close. So after you know, after you know, Oregon it was Oklahoma. Oklahoma was there for a couple, for a couple, you know, a couple of times, times after yeah. that fourth spot is it, it, usually just some 
just, just some combination of just a random combination of, you know, Oklahoma for, for, for a few years, Georgia, Georgia for that, for that one hot year, and then Notre Dame every other time. So, so it's just, so it, it was a flawed system to begin with. I think that again, I'm, I'm here for it because guys, I'd rather there be a money grab in, in terms of this format than actually just go to, just go to B's point, playing some exhibition game with some random corporate sponsor on it and talking about some here guys, both is a capital one bowl season. We're going to put some random teams out there. Y'all just going to going to going to like it because even with the bowls that's played outside of the college football playoff, they try to make, you know, the, the cotton bowl still seem as prestigious, the Rose bowl, the granddaddy right. of them all still try to look as prestigious as it used to be. But the point of the matter is the exhibition games at the end of the day, and you know who's really catching on to that game? The college football players, the B's point. Right. Leonard Fournette and Christian McCaffrey walk so anybody else who's a surefire first rounder run. And, and pretty much if you stick this current format where there's only four teams, four teams, you know, that's that still has anything to play for every year. You're gonna have more and more, you get more and more players catching on to the game. And not only will they, they won't sit out the bowl games, they we, we saw last year, even though COVID, COVID provide, provided, you know, the provided a valid reason for a lot. But we saw folks actually opting out in the middle of the season. That, right. that, ain't, gonna, that ain't gonna change. That ain't gonna change now that COVID, you know, COVID is now getting a little bit more under control. We, we still have a pandemic, pandemic out there, people. So don't be, don't do no super shit. It's still a pandemic out there. Amen. Amen. You needed that. Needed that preach early. I'm like, hit, hit, way early. Message. They out here doing the, doing the most. Of course, but anyway, anyway, back to the point. But again, the opt-outs are going to continue, and they're going to go happen earlier and earlier. If there's absolutely no reason, if, if, if there is, you know, no considerable reason to actually, you know, play for, to play for something, it jeopardizes mm-hmm. the first or second round, second round status. Right. The kids are getting hit to the game now, man. So you can't that's just the, That's the hit. biggest point, man. you seeing that every, yep. all these bowl games that they're not really need to be playing. Um, Bosa did it. Uh, everybody that's, they're like, man, I'm good. We don't need to play this. Like, it means nothing to be, in a bowl game, and a lot of folks that would kind of argue that would be like, "Well, you playing for your team? You're with your brothers to the last time." Like, bro, I'm out of here. I'm trying to get this money. I got brothers. a first round pick. Brothers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These niggas ain't brothers. No, <laughs> no. Folks getting that uh. bag. Folks getting that uh-huh. bag. My, that's my brother in my bag. You know, so oh, boom, yeah. it's time. <laughs> got no time for that, man. I'm trying. You know. This this uh-huh. this Zaxby Bowl. I don't care Damn. about Zaxby Bowl. Exactly. You know, so yes, they got a good chicken, but no, no, no I don't even like care. Said, oh. The chicken is free for me for the rest of my life. I'm not even playing that. I got to go to the NFL draft, man. It's time for me to make it happen. So yeah, I mean, I mean, again, Ronaldo, you, you said it, man. I mean, that that's the thing. I mean, we, like I said, we 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 all we all know the said the great team dynamics, but like you said, at the same time. Like I said, you need to give. They need a reason. They give them a reason. And in fact, I think I actually heard this too. And maybe from maybe from another podcast. I'm not sure. 
but under the new format, you, you could possibly have as many as really, you, you could have almost the entire top 25 still play for something. Something by the time, you know, the, in, by the time mid-November comes, they could play for something. Like I said, right. instead of just you know, 12 teams, you got to have like 20 teams competing for close playoff spots at, at, the end of the, at the end of the, you know, at, at the end of, you know, the year. And again, something like that will probably be the main thing that, that'll keep your surefire first round de-tackle from, from opting out of the draft or your surefire first round running back from opting, opting, you know, into the draft. Because even though I know, even though it's probably sound like I'm, I'm picking, but this is just a clear example because it just shows exactly, you know, why the bowls aren't near, aren't near what they used to be or why, you know, the Cotton Bowl was probably hot back in the 60s, but, but, but now the Cotton Bowl really ain't shit. I mean, just look at, you know, this year's Florida-Oklahoma game. Florida had most, yeah. of their, most of their big weapons out for most of that, most of that game. Now I'm, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining that they got whooped by Oklahoma. Sorry, T. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. But the point is, no count Pitts, no Kadarius Tony. I mean, we will. I, I would want to see a Florida Oklahoma game actually matter. And the Florida Oklahoma game competing in the exhibition combo ain't going to matter. I want to see Florida Oklahoma in the playoffs so we can actually have oh, guys that not yeah not oh yeah out. We actually want to see oh. you know spread full board. Let's go. Let's go get yeah. it. That's where I want to see the game. Yeah. Game yeah. needs to matter, not some exhibition. So, yeah, you definitely want to see all of the great players that were playing great through the season and got all. They won all the individual awards, position awards at the end of the season. You want to see them play when yes. it comes down to the bowl games. We, but we, once you get once you get to sixty-four or seventy bowl games. Ain't none of them going to matter except for when the playoffs come. None of them. You can be in the top five bowl games that they have at the end of the seat at the end of the season. You can be in those top five bowl games. But if it ain't a playoff game, nobody gives a damn. None of the star players don't give a damn. And you're going to be playing. It's going to be like a freshman, sophomore game the whole goddamn time. Right. So, man, no, man, they, they, the 12 games should be good. I just want, if you play, if your players play and your team don't win or they lose to a team they're not supposed to lose to, then that's y'all damn fault for not right. getting to the playoffs, dog. So just make sure y'all win the games that y'all supposed to win. And win as many games as you can throughout the season and see where you land, man. See where you land. But it, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be it's still gonna be controversy either way it go. If it goes to 12, if it, when it does go to 12, it's still gonna be controversy on that on the last couple of teams that didn't make it. So it's it's just that's just how it's gonna be. But it's gonna be it's gonna be good for it's gonna be good for college, you know. Um, of course, they're gonna make more money, and those kids that may not get that much TV time, they're gonna get some TV time. Just it's like how uh, how the uh, HBCUs got uh, TV time um, on ESPN this this past season. So, hey man, the people, them guys never really got 
any real TV time because they was on ESPU and ESPU Deportes. Well, you got HBCU <laughs> game on ESPN Deportes. No. Like, come on, y'all. No, come on, ESPN. We just being wrong for having that hidden, <laughs> hidden channel. Come on, man. That's crazy. Come on. ESPN eight the o, the o, and then you got yeah the eight and the ocho and man, come on, dog. Come on, oh, ain't nobody God. gonna get. Ain't nobody got. You got to get the whole sports package to even see them channels, man. All yeah. you can get is ESPN two and ESPN ESPN and ESPN two on the on some regular cable shit. You can't get no ESPN news and ESPN women and all that. Man, come on, dog. Come on. Get them people on – get these teams on ESPN so they can get some real shine, man, so so them players can get some real shine, man. So I like how HBCUs did that um, this past season. Definitely. There are a lot of archaic rules and just – yeah, archaic rules both written and unwritten. The college football, it's really just all the college athletics just needs to just 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 needs to do away just do away with. And yeah, if one of them is acting like you know the acting like these bowl games aren't tied in to any sort of championship now now actually matters and 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 and, and the other traditions. I mean, again, one of the reasons that I love college football so much is because you can get a lot of the traditions like. Script Ohio. You say you say you script the script Ohio to dot of the eye. Say dog dog renegade renegade running onto the onto the onto the field to at at, at Doe Campbell Stadium with, with the flaming spear. Like I said, there are all sorts of little things that make each school stand out that you don't normally see see in the mm-hmm. NFL. It's one of the reasons why I love it so much. Now those traditions we can definitely keep those traditions. But 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 some of the other things that that that, that we still you know deal with like again the again the, the the bowls that don't mean nothing and and and, and of course the 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 definition of of, of amateurism that that definitely you know still that still you know is defined by 1950s rules, which brings us to our next topic. Ah uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know you was talking about you were saying something about Richard Bush about um about when is when they won the championship back in um was it two thousand three or two thousand four? I'm a USC Southern Cal. <laughs> yeah, doesn't rain out there. Yeah, it never does. <laughs> yeah, so I'm trying to see that they had to forfeit those games, you know, because I mean, of Reggie, because of Reggie Bush. Yes, <laughs> that leads to the I get money. I get money. <laughs> Get money. I get money. The, the NCAA now allows um, all players to make money off their names now. With that being said, should the NCAA eliminate teams um, in the wrongdoings in the past, such as like the Fab Five and um, USC, uh, as in you know, example, would be as in Reggie Bush situation, since he got his um, they stripped the Heisman from him. So. I mean, that's kind of a, I don't know. Oof. I feel like they should, but they probably not going to do that, you know? So, I mean, it's, it's already a slippery, it's already a slippery slope what yeah. they're doing now, yeah. you know? Um, this is going to be something that they, I feel like they are looking closely at because of the rulings, and, and this is a hot topic now in, in the nation. And rightfully so, because 
we can bring it back to the last topic of the bowl games. Imagine if they pay those football players in the bowl games because the bowl game is going to be meaning something more now. The rights for that is to happen. So you may get those players to come and play those games because, of you know, they're getting paid for it. So that could that could be a branch that happens because of all this is going on. And so I see him retroactively doing that to the 5-5. Five, five. We're going back to, like, these big highlights when history's past. It's going to be a really big slippery soap, even though it, it's going to have to be criteria that got to be created for what was the reason behind doing this, that, and the third for that person. And uh, it has to be uh, the... Has to be a numbers thing as well. What was the impact for? What was the reason? What was the, the number impact that the five five really did? And you know, and then that's going to open automatically open you know other doors for for millions of other sports going on. So you know, that's going to become a, a really hot topic that's going to be going down. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Honestly, guys, I, I I think if you have to, if you have to look back and want to retroactively, you know, retroactively re- reinstate re- reinstate you know, or at least right the wrongs for for lack of a better terms of of the whatever with Reggie Bush and what happened with the Fab Five, like and to your point, Ronaldo, it's a slippery slope because we just can't stop with them. We're gonna have to go back to the pony. We have to go back to oh, the pony yeah. excess. I forgot about the pony excess. Yeah, we're gonna have to go back to them and guys. Can't forget to, about the, the, the can't forget about the U either, Miami and um, Ohio State too. Like I said, you can't. Like I said, you, you, yeah. you can't just yeah, you can't just stop it. Then you're gonna have to literally retroactively go back and go back to where they're actually you no know, paying the paying big dudes above board. I'm going back to the time where Eric Dickerson said he took a pay cut. Going to the NFL. Yes. Never forget. <laughs> never forget. You're gonna have to go back. You're gonna have to go back to that. And like you said, and I definitely don't think it, the NCAA wants, wants to touch any of that. So like I said, uh, what, 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 whatever we feel or, or how minor it is. And I'm like you were alluding to Ronaldo, I think the Heisman Trust has actually been one of the biggest guys in Reggie Bush's corner in terms of you know re- reinstating. Reinstating his records, like I said, the Heisman Trust wants him, you know, to be like I said, yeah. they, they want to reinstate it as you know, the 2004 Heisman winner. They want, right. that's what they want. The Heisman Trust actually wants that, but like I said, I'm it's something that that I can't I can't really definitively say because, like I said, I think it was, I think it was definitely, you know. I always hate when okay he he got caught you know he got caught he signed with an agent early he said that he took m- money from his agent so he could sign with them after after he left USC but I think the thing that I think the most they should do I think in his situation basically I think it was wrong to just act like you know he was he was never there at USC I thought the retroactive you know take taking away of wins but was always. I just something about that that I just especially hate because again they're, they're right. trying to make you an unperson, trying to act like you know, they, you know he he wasn't that dude when he was there. I can tell y'all, I, I, I watched I watched it, I watched the live. He did all that. He did all of that. Right, and that's yeah. always going to be there. Like these, these folks yeah. thinking about thinking like that 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 those taking away the wins or anything is going to be disappear forever. Like nah, the memory is still there. 
So yeah. you really just doing that for no reason. Hey, 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 like 50, like 50 said, like 50 said the power, whatever he did, he did that shit. Oh yeah, hey. he did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> man, he did that shit. Man. Like I said, if it's super soap, you're definitely gonna have half dirt because of the fact that you know there there is there is a lot of dirt that has to be cleaned up. So cl- cleaned up, you know, if they did do it just for him and the Fab Five, I don't think the NCAA is gonna touch it. Now I wouldn't be surprised if. There may be there may be an exception for Reggie Bush. Like I said, the Reggie Bush one might have to be one to look at. But like I said, just don't I just don't think it's gonna go back as far as gonna be as sweeping as as some would probably think. But well, those are just my takes. Like I said, that that they, they, they still don't want to touch that. They, they don't want to touch those small those smoldering you know ashes that's SMU. Again. Oh, no, they definitely not doing that. <laughs> that's something they won't be doing. Yeah, bruh. I'm just happy that they finally letting these kids get some money, man. Because NCAA been racking in the bucks for a long time. And you still had po 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 college students out there playing these sports. Some of them going to classes, because we all know all of them mofos didn't go to class. And they just need to get they get their money, man, because some kids ain't ain't not all of them kids got scholarships, full ride scholarship to play them sports. Some of them kids are just playing sports because they love the sport and that's what they want to do when they was when they go to college. But them boys ain't they most of them ain't gonna go to be no professional athlete. And 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 their sport that they playing, so they ain't gonna make no money. And before this pandemic, it was looking rough for college graduates anyway. If you did graduate, to get to 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 get a job. Mm-hmm. So now that this pandemic didn't happen, and everybody and their grandma is hiring somebody, and. These kids just need to get this money, man, because NCAA been getting the money for a while, man. And they've been they've been making all these rules for these kids that they can't do this and can't do that. These and with the social media the way it is today, and you got people that are just making videos and they're getting all these millions of followers and subscribers, and they're making all this money off YouTube, because man, people get paid off YouTube if you if y'all don't know. People oh yeah! Oh yeah! In the shade. So, oh, yeah. Influence kids being able to put themselves out there to um, to show mm-hmm. their their uh, personality and show how hard they working. Like they can put their workouts out there and do all kind of other tapings and stuff, man. And they can finally get some money off of the game, the video games that are being made too, man, right. that's going to, that's going to change. That's going to change the game, man. And then kids, just, it's just going to be more people saying, you know, go to my social media. That's where I got my, uh, you can contact me and scouts and everything just going to be able to contact these kids more. And you're going to see more kids getting more looks and more um, time in front of, 
the millions of people that, you know, get on the internet every day and, and look for something entertaining. I hate to interrupt you, but breaking news, the Tampa Bay Lightning just won the it, the Stanley Cup. I just want to just throw it out and that's all the and that's all the hockey we have for tonight. Hey, Reggie, <laughs> anyway, Reggie actually, he actually beat me to it, man. Uh, they yeah, actually, they actually back to back champion. They won four games uh, yes. to one yeah, won, against the Montreal yeah, Canadiens. Ah, uh, yeah, they won. Uh, they won last year for sure. So Tampa Bay's is uh, getting drunk on the uh, on the bay once again tomorrow. Yeah. Once again. But anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, the 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 kids. They this is. I, I love it, man. I just love the rule. They should have been made the rule already. Um, but, yeah, the kids getting money, even, like I said, the ones that's not going to make it to the next tier, the professional tier, they can, you know, get their little earnings in too, man, or they could be, you know, they could, it could just grow into they really love the sport and they don't have no inklings or um, – no dreams of playing professional, but they want to be a coach or something. You could all like this could be. You could put all that tape together, put your you know show your personality and everything, man. And you could you know you could be a coach. So it could it could, it's really going to help the kids that uh that are playing for the NCAA and playing for their school and just trying to make it to the next level. If they fall short, they still get they you know. They still got some money from it, man, and just not being poor as hell trying to play sports for this damn college that's making millions off of you going out there and, and busting people ass. So, hey, man, finally NCAA doing something right for the kids, man. You think they're doing something right? You know. <laughs> I, 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 honestly, that, that's a good point, B, because honestly, I think this might be – this honestly m- 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 might be the might be a slick way for the, for the NCAA can actually keep their keep their hands clean of, of, of actually you know going further f- further you know further with the pay for play model because if they go any further than this or at least if if the kids now can just choose any sponsor you know and just make money off of their name engine like this by themselves. That, that that could also you know skirt a skirt many other rules in particular title nine title nine has been one of the big issues in terms of you know paying for athletes because like i said you, you can't you can't do anything you can't do anything you know so without 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 leaving the you know without leaving the ladies out in sports like i said title nine has been one of the biggest headaches in, in terms of the big argument but with naming image and likeness, it's not just based off the fact that, that again, just to the all's point about you know being social media personalities, the starting quarterback won't necessarily be if if if, if they sign if they sign you know with, with somebody they wouldn't be you know the most the most you know profitable yeah they won't be the most you know profitable personality. It's going to be the person on the team. That has 500,000 followers on Instagram. They're going to be the ones who's going to probably be, you know, making, and that could be, you know, your backup kicker. It depends on what kind of personality you have. You just have that uh-huh. personality. Man. If you, I say, yeah. if, if you're one of these TikTokers, yeah, you're going to be the one, you know, really, you know, making bank off your name, image, and likeness, unnecessarily the starters. Right. Like I said, and this is just one of the ways, like I said, a heck, 
even even you know a popular softball softball player, a famous you know soccer soccer player on on the school, she could make she could you know probably be the biggest earner at her school because of her presence on social media. So, like I said, there's yeah. just so many ways you know that this actually takes care of some of some of the other issues that that might come come with it. And of course, the NCAA being the NCAA, they're going to wait to the last minute to talk about some, oh, 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 now we're going to allow folks to make, you know, money off of the name image of likeness. Literally right before the the fiscal year, some of these states like Florida and Georgia, when when the law is going to go into effect, literally the NCAA at the the next hour said, yeah, yeah, we're going to acknowledge this now. So like I said, we all, we, we, we all know about the NCAA and how, how much of a, a, a joke they've been for the last for the last half century. And like I said, man, I mean, again, just go, just going back to back to you know the archaic ways, you know, of just the entire sport. I mean, yeah, yeah, amateurism sounded good back when college back back when college teams weren't even making money off of the athletic departments. Now. We know that we, we know it's the engine that not only drives that drives you know athletic football drives entire schools. In fact, it's like go, go to what Tree said earlier. We're all Georgia Southern alumni. One of the main mm-hmm. reasons that Georgia Southern grew was because of the Eagle football team. <laughs> the main reason Georgia Southern and and, and and other things as well that that that, that we may <laughs> or may not have done while being great students at, at the school. So. I'll plead the fifth on everything you're talking about. <laughs> man, we all great scholars here, man. We all great uh, scholars yeah. here. At, oh, yeah. At, at, oh, yeah. Yeah, gentlemen, yeah, gentlemen and scholars, uh, this this guy Reggie is real is uh, talking about foolishness right now. Yeah. No, man. Hey, that's what I said. We're all studious. We're all studious, brother. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. Definitely. Hey, hey, look, look at us now. Look at us now. All successful. Oh, yeah. All, successful. all over the... Great, we've got this great podcast going, man. Drop, so drop the knowledge that these kids need, bro. Yes, indeed. Hey. You got to do, man. But, 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 but yeah, y'all, like I said, it's, it's, too big of, it's too big of an engine, you know, to, to just ignore that it's happening. And, of course, the, the old rules, because this goes hand in hand with the Supreme Court decision that said that the NCAA couldn't put limits on, on how much they can receive for their education. This isn't pay for play. This is just basic, you know, money for educational lead, leads. Like, right. NCAA really put limits on, on you know, let's say you can get a laptop, but you can't get this type of laptop. I said anything that was involving education, they actually put a limit on. That's that's how dumb, dumb these rules have been, been for that's so how long. Greedy that the Supreme Court. That the, that the Supreme Court, in the unanimous decision, they said the same Supreme Court with six conservatives and three liberals. As so nobody could agree with anything in this country, but they all agreed on that though <laughs> about, about how how dumb that rule that that rule has been. So, so now there's 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 no monetary limits on on what can be spent for their own education, and then that was school supposed to be about their own education. It's supposed to be. <laughs> Right. They should they should Take not to worry about anything but going to their school and doing doing their thing on the field. They shouldn't have to worry about leaving the practice and wondering if they're gonna be able to eat something 
or you know be able to move about and, and, and be in a regular area as, co- as other college students doing. I know you know being that student athlete, they have a, a different a different schedule, but still they have to have that same you know that same at least. Uh, fairness that other people that are applying for scholarships have, so other people that are applying for scholarships have, have a higher cap than what a student athlete would. Exactly. So, I mean, this is crazy. So, exactly. having NCAA exactly. just being, NCAA just having all that money and those schools having all that money, just, there's no there's no reason why some, some, somebody should be, you know, compensated in the right way. It's not saying let's get them millions of dollars. I'm not saying let's get these, you know, that's, that's overdo everything, but y'all got a lot of money, so a lot of this has to be paying. Yeah, there has to it has to be going back into you know sustaining the school again and sustaining the the people that go there because it, it can get to where boycotts going to start happening. People are going to stop going to these games to schools, and that's when stuff's going to have to going to change back to being for the players. Uh, absolutely right, Ronaldo. And in fact, and, and, and just further that point, athletes couldn't even get paid internships before the Supreme Court ruling. They couldn't even get paid internships before the Supreme Court ruling. So, which is crazy, you know. Like now, you now you bending rules of being what a student athlete is. Like yeah. you, you're making it so rough for that person that's already uh, already doing the most with his time and body at the moment. Anyway, so it's like. You just you just making it too much of a a a, a slave mentality type deal, to me. Yep, do all the work and get no benefits at all. Of course, mm. yeah, shit. Mm. Yeah. But congrats to Tampa Bay, though, for real. Awesome, yeah, awesome. Two times, two times in a row. Two times yeah. in a row. Two, two times. times in a row. Hey, you know, it's all it gotta be awesome for them to have that while you know the reigning champs of the NFL is there too. So, you know, yeah. Tampa Bay has a little something to go for them. It's too bad the um it only know the, the um the Rays are they any good. Well, it don't even matter because they're not gonna win it this year, so you ain't gotta worry about Tampa Bay winning it. So <laughs> uh, yeah. I the think Rays, the Rays have been up and down. Up and down. Down. Okay. Yeah. Which yeah. leads to my next topic. The, um, oh, shoot. <laughs> the MLB, the MLB home run derby. Y'all know that picture from the, um, the Angels, Shohei, uh, Shohei Otani. He's going to be yes, um, participating in the home run derby. Um, he's supposed to be, he's going to be like the first, um, I think he's going to be the first p- ever pitcher to participate in it. And I think. He's gonna either um either him or Ronald Clear um Jr. is gonna win. And also, man, this since I'm talking about the um the MLB home run derby and stuff, I mean, be honest, man, I really don't give a damn about the home run derby or the MLB Ooh. All-Star game. <laughs> 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 nah, not because it's uh it's not in Atlanta because not because it's not in Atlanta. It's because it's trash and nobody wants to watch that bullshit. In case you y'all want to watch it, man, the home run derby is on June 12th, and uh, the All Star game is June 13th. You have don't to watch say we didn't tell y'all. Yeah, I'll probably be watching. Wait, Monday June night, or July? June, um, July. July. I mean, it's like July. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, I'll and, 
I missed it, it again. Rats. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, dang. Could have kept it like that. Um, dang it, man. I'll probably watch it all of oh, well. or, um, or Monday Night Raw. Oh, I mean right, Monday, right. Monday Night Slaw. Oof. Yeah, Raw is the worst Western product on television now. And I did say it was getting it was getting better, right? Nah, what happened? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> probably, probably SmackDown getting better. I mean, I was I was off the hype of the uh, of of WrestleMania, no lie. I'm like, okay, yeah. let's get it going. Then the the follow ups afterwards. So you know, he had the the you know, he had to keep the 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 fire going off of that. So I guess it fell off real hard because I didn't, I haven't seen it after the few weeks of WrestleMania. So yeah, that sucks. Been hearing the pay per views have been really good, but just those shows like this, I think it's just raw. And um, I've been hearing stuff about um. Um, Vince with Vince just ends up changing like the screens and stuff. If um, he's on, uh, he just like uh, rewrites everything. He just changes his on, uh, changes it at last minute, and that's why it gets so bad. And that's why Vince. But they are still, retired. they are still in. Um, uh, they all still have the screens as fans, right? All fans are not uh, allowed back. This right? is like the last week. The last, so. yeah, I think this is the last week. I yeah. want to say SmackDown will. What is SmackDown go back on the road this week or next? Well, if question. that happens, you know, you can start seeing probably possibly your story start getting a little bit more stronger. But you're gonna have people in the uh, in the ring now. Actually, so you honestly, Ronaldo, I can honestly tell you, especially you saying that you basically are a or or a basically a returning wrestling fan. I think it's safe to say that me, me, Brandon, and Tariq could probably tell you, man, that Raw hasn't been good for a long time. Oh, it's been trash. And, and that's been, oh, man. And, and even more so during the pandemic era. And I think that's Oof. why, you know, seeing guys like, Oof. again, seeing MVP, folks like MVP, I said, doggone, even, shoot, Bailey, said, Bailey, Sasha, Oscar, people like them. Those are the main ones I was looking at, yeah. Yeah, they were the main ones carrying the brand last year back when there was really no other, there was really no other reason Come back, of course. Roman yeah. Reigns now. Roman Reigns since he came back from oh, SummerSlam. Is that dude, last, man? Last year, it's just been, mm-hmm. yeah. Like I say, it's really just been, you know, much better, much better. I've, I've been man. waiting for Roman Reigns to do his thing right now. Like, I've been waiting for him to like, become right that like bad guy. Like put they had him in that face role for so long. I'm like eh, okay, cool. Yeah, that was something See, so now let's follow. Let's follow what he his potential really is, man. Let him be a proper bad guy. Have Paul Heyman, you know, and be the manager. Like, all right, I, I yeah. can see just working this up out. Like, I'm thinking he's I can see it. Me and Paul Heyman on the side as a manager too. I think. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I, the, the funny thing is, man, you could actually tell, you know, some, or at least any program that Paul Heyman is involved with, you can actually tell that he's involved mm-hmm. with it because just the quality compared to some of the other segments on on the show is. It's just like so much better, <laughs> better than. I'm all. I'm always day. with that. I knew. I knew yeah, it was. A, it was a great idea for Paul Heyman to stick around with them, like you know, just to have that that some kind of familiarity with the a evolving wrestling wrestling core wrestling fans now. Because obviously, I know this is going to be different wrestlers because we're in different times now. We got social media, so I'm pretty sure that's affected with storylines, social media being like the, the key role in pushing or moving forward with wrestling going in. So 
I feel like also with the crowds coming back in, it's gonna be a, a better feel for me because it was weird. I was seeing a couple of episodes. I saw the, the TV screens, and it was more of a silent, like the sound was more silent. You hear more of the, the in ring stuff, and that it was kind of a little just taking me out of the took me out of the the environment type of deal. It kind of made me a little weird. So yeah, that's now going back to normal difference, man. Yeah, the fans, those are the those yeah. the fans are are WWE, you know. That that's they are a part of the they're all what the what makes the wrestlers good or bad. Like they are the energy. That's just like watching AEW, man. Like they um I mean they've been having like I think they've been having like regular fans like for probably like a couple of months, but then they well for what they were doing, they had like they uh wrestlers, they were actually being fans and stuff, and they were just like you right. Know, Every yeah, time, like, yeah they, yeah, they actually started ex- expanding because, like you said, for a while they were outside at, at Davies Place, yeah. Davies Place is the outside venue in Jacksonville, right next to the Jaguar Stadium. So they've been having shows out there and they just started, you know, increasing their capacity. And in fact, this past fact, like tonight was the yeah. first night actually outside of Davies Place, they you know, since, yeah, since last just last year. So, nice. yeah, that's a, nice. and and all of this, all of this, you know, all of this long segue was was, was basically just a lead. It really was a long segue. Yes, yes, <laughs> to our next segue. topic, to yep. our next topic, because ah, yes. something truly, truly historic happened. And again, since even though we're not a wrestling podcast per se, I have one though. Like I said with my boys, with my boys, Young Smurf and Doctor Old Ass Demetrius called. On Bar Chronicles, that y'all can check out on your favorite podcast, podcast, you know, platform. But yes, sir. Since, but since this is a big enough moment that we can definitely say it's a sports moment, and because this is our show, we can talk about whatever we want to. Oh yeah, say so it again. Talk about <laughs> this is our show, and we can talk about whatever we want to. So right. we're about to talk about. <laughs> we're going to talk about this good. Probably one of the top three, and if you probably just, just just give me some truth serum, I'll probably tell you this might be the mm. top moment in all of wrestling history because mm. of everything else that followed afterwards. You, you, you just had to be there. You just had yeah, to be there. Game changer. Yep. It's a, if, game if, 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 if you if you generation Y, your childhood officially sucked because you weren't alive doing this part. Oh, mm. <laughs> Your childhood sucked. sucked. The the reason that that our childhood is just always just going to be better, and you you don't want to debate anybody else who's our age about this, Mm. is the fact that I still can't believe I'm about to say say this, man. This doesn't even sound real. 25 Mm. years ago today, on July Mm. 7th, 1996, the unthinkable happened. The unthinkable happened in the formation of definitely the most influential faction in all of wrestling history happened. It not only kicked off the 80, the 83 weeks that you'll hear Eric Bischoff so, so gladly or so proudly, you know, state every time, every time you get him for an interview, but it just kicked off the entire money, the Monday night wars. Yeah, that was it. And the Wars. And indirectly, what a time to be alive. Attitude error. Man. 
WCW's biggest expansion, the Ted Turner went, went from being in the wrestler business to being in the business, to being in the sports business, working for working Mr. Man. And oh, it was yeah. the only time that Vince McMahon of the WWE actually had somebody breathing down his neck. And this good and people, I'm talking applied. about the formation of the New World Order. Yes, New World Order. New, 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 new World Order. For life, for, 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 for life, for life. Formerly Razor Ramon, Kevin Nash, formerly known as Big Daddy Cool, formerly, a.k.a. Diesel. Big Diesel. Mr. Toothpick. <laughs> and of course, we all know the baby face, the end all baby faces. The, the man who pretty much kickstarted pop popularity in popularity in wrestling. And, and, and go and drink your milk. Yep. Oh yeah. Say, say, say your prayers, prayers eat your vitamins. Take your vitamins. Mm-hmm. Oh stuff. Do good in school. Oh, yeah. those drugs. Hulk, Hulkamania is running wild. The man, yep, the man who influenced so, so so many kids in our age group finally finally said, "Get it, turn his back on Never it all." Never give up. Never <laughs> give up. Bro, that was epic. Yes, bro. There, there still there still is not a better heel turn. I, I, man, I don't that think was the greatest heel turn. Never ever. will. Never, never, never will. will. They never will be because again, K. Never will. K Fave, like I said, I, again, indulge me, God. I'm just giving give another crash course because a lot of people who will probably just listen to this saying that we were on sports and now we're talking about this so called, this, this so called, you know, why these, guys, why these guys on this wrestling? I'm going to give y'all a crash course on this so y'all never ever question us, question us again about, about why it's such a big moment. So, Teach them, man. Teach them. No, 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 okay. Let me <laughs> let me get on. So let, 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 let me show Ronaldo, but get your get your notepads out, people. Yes, because there will be a quiz afterwards. Oh, anyway, yes. back back doing yeah, I think it was yeah the early early 1990s, yeah, nineteen ninety six before before Kevin Nash and Scott Hall made their official official debuts in WCW. People really didn't know the insides of wrestling and the fact that wrestlers were actually on contracts, contracts, you know, with their, with their, you know, respective promotions, because it was actually still during the time when the territories, even though the territories were, were pretty much nowhere near, nowhere near as big as they were now, but wrestling was pretty much a territorial outfit. You had your different territories, like, like, like you, USWA, you had, you had down south. You had down. Well, at least you had, yeah, the yeah United. Like I said there's just so many, so many territories, but yeah. they're basically broken yeah. up. Yeah, broken up. You know, in regions. You you have whatever region was based in Texas. They had their own people. And if they wanted to show up in another promotion, they had to you know do business with that promotion. They they couldn't just you know, right. pretty much like it is now. But instead of it just being you know WWE. And AEW and, and a few other big promotions, there were like dozens across the country that, that wrestlers would go to. And wrestlers would just wrestle mainly with that promotion. And when that promotion was up, then you know they could go sign and do whatever, but they do it with that promotion. That's where you have a lot of you know 
back then, loser leave town matches. So mm-hmm. that usually tells you when that contract is up and they lose. So that's that's you know in in kayfabe, he's 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 gone and he, he usually you know just go to the next territory. And that was a way to actually keep the wrestlers fresh too, because you know if somebody stayed in their same territory for a long time running the same gimmick, it, it will run its course. So you right. can turn them heel, no matter how many times you turn them heel, you turn them face. It's still pretty much, you know, going to going to, you know, it's going to run, run its course. And people are going to get sick of it. So they move to another territory. They can keep gimmick fresh. So right. this was the this is pretty much the curtailing of this area. And but at the same time, K Fabe was still strong. Now K Fabe is basically the illusion that wrestling is, is, is pretty much not fixed. I'm not going to get into the real or fake thing because y'all, the bumps they take are real. Right. Don't 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 be fooled and thinking that all because the matches are predetermined that that none of this stuff is fake. That no, they're not going to get hit with. They're not going to no wrestlers don't work stiff most of the time. But but yeah, but watch a big show match and watch them top somebody's chest and tell me tell me if that's not if that's not fake or not. So right. <laughs> going going back to yeah. going back to the topic at hand. Get back on get back on topic. So again, kayfabe was still real. People were still believing a, a lot of a lot of what they saw, and there was actually a moment, actually before before Kevin Nash and Scott Hall left the NWO. In fact, it actually might be the thing that convinced them to sign with Terry Turner in the first place. But there was something at Madison Square Garden that was called the Curtain Call, where Scott Hall and Kevin Nash came out. They were both you know heels and. I think Nash at the time, who was Diesel, he was a face, and Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, they both came out. I think it was after a match. I want to say it was actually, yeah, it was a match between Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon, but Triple H, mm-hmm. the Triple H and Nash came out. But again, they were still different heels, and they were heels and, you know, faces. And they all, you know, they all raised each other's hands in the ring. And I think they also did the click sign afterwards too, because backstage they all hung out together in real life. They were known as the click. Right. So right. I think it's right before right before Nash and Hall left. That's why they did it. Because Nash and Hall were leaving, leaving, you know, to go get that check from Terry Turner. So right. they came and did the current call at Master Square Garden. This man got real pissed, punished Triple H for it. But Shawn Michaels at the time was was the WWF champion, so he couldn't do anything to Sean. But he—that's why we saw Triple H basically losing that first part of 1990, that first part of 1996, because he was getting punished for the curtain call incident, mm-hmm. and, and 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 had and they had you know Ultimate Warrior, no son of the pedigree. He was getting right. punished for the—he was getting punished for the for for the curtain call incident, and. Trip and you know Triple H got got the got the brunt of it. So Scott Hall and Kevin Nash left. I think Hall was actually the first one to show up unannounced on WCW, and I got to realize it was a big thing about this because people still didn't know that he was not under contract. They thought he was actually coming as a way as a Ramon to actually you know sabotage the WCW on Vince Man's behalf. Right, so was still in the area, which is he, crazy. We didn't know something like this was going to happen. Exactly, because K-Fabe was still real, and let's be honest, 
the internet wasn't as big of a thing as it is now. When you basically just get everything, you actually had to have, they had the dirt sheets. And you literally had to know somebody at school who was actually, you know, turned, tuned in and knew somebody who was actually buying these magazines. And you talked to them about some of the things that were happening, you know, outside of the wrestling business. And they were the plug. He was the true. <laughs> yep. He was the true insider, definitely. I was I had I had one at my school. He was the yep. true insider in wrestling. I had one team yeah. in the school. Those middle school, yeah. Yeah, I had a couple. Only one of them. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't you don't have the access to the phone like you do now. So you had that person. He was the bite like he was money. So you knew if you could talk to him, he gave you the information you was good. Exactly. Follow everything. So, like, like Ronaldo was saying, no, nobody was expecting it, and folks were actually thinking, you know, this is actually something, you know, on on this was actually planned out from Mister Man. And then, you know, Kevin Nash and they followed suit a couple of weeks later, and Kevin, and that's when you know they started just randomly showing up, you know, in the crowd. They were interrupting different segments throughout throughout the night, and they kept teasing. At least one night they teased that there was actually going to be a third person that, they, that they're going to bring out. So this is all before the bash at the beach pay-per-view, one of WCW's signature events. And so the team of, and they had the NWO, the newly formed NWO, well, at least not the NWO there. It was just Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. They were using their real names then because Diesel and, and Razor Ramon was trademarked by the yep. WWE. So they, yep. yep, they were facing the team of Sting and Lex Luger. Lex Luger, not Sting and Lex, excuse me, Randy, Randy Savage, excuse me, and Lex Luger. Lex Luger got hurt, kayfabe, and so he had to get taken to take it to the, in the back doing the, doing the match. But then, I've, yeah, like I said, yeah, he had to get taken take it back. So Savage didn't have a partner. So he was just getting, you know, destroyed in the ring by both Hall and Nash. And then that's when Hulk Hogan came in. Yes. Yep. Oh, like, whoa. What yep. is this? Everybody. Yes. Yep. Every, everybody was getting into it. But dog so happy. Bobby, Bobby the Brain, he almost ruined the doggone surprise because he kept talking about some, what, what side is Hogan on? What side is he on? Right. Why would like, he do something like that? I wasn't even paying attention to him. Yeah. I was so hyped. I, caught on to I was that just so too. hyped that Hogan oh, came out to help, thinking, out, help him out. <laughs> like, man. <laughs> Going back in high and sound like, wait a minute, this dude did almost like let this guy out. Like, wait a minute, what is this? Come on, I didn't dude. Either. Like you said, Ronaldo, I wasn't even paying attention to, to, to it either like that until, like you said, just a couple of years later, it's like, wait a minute, he did almost spoil this, bro. Man. For, for the people man, who were watching I was, it. I was just glad he was out it. there. Yeah, he just showed up because it was it was Nash, it was Nash and, and, and Hall. Like I like wait. At first, I was like, okay, damn, Razor Ramon and Diesel on a, on another show, which was again different at my time. You know, yes. back in that day, it was like, oh snap, wrestlers from one show is on another show. Like this is crazy. Like oh, oh that was crazy. When you see somebody else like these wrestlers in yeah. WCW. I mean, yeah. WWE. In you see di- them in it WWE. Felt oh, different. Oh, it you know it sounded different because it wasn't Jim Ross and Vince McMahon because Vince McMahon at the time was also commentating, so it wasn't yeah. them two talking like that. It was it was the other guys from WCW. So seeing like, wait a minute, why Diesel and and, and Razor Ramon? Oh, and then now they whooping and they whooping ass. And yeah, to continue where you're going, man. Hogan, Hogan coming out. Yep, Hope. Yep, Hope just came out. You know, he he did the whole he did the whole thing. He ripped his shirt. 
He pointed at Paul and Nash like he usually like he usually does. He was like, Yeah, circling, circling the ring, looking at them like, yeah, business is picking up. Then he goes to that corner and the leg drops are already down Randy Savage. <laughs> and you My heart stopped. He talking about little kids was crying that day. Man, it was so the fans was like quiet they didn't know what to say they're like no they was mad it was like whoa it was mike like yeah. like they used to they went from screaming to like oh no what my god I mean, it, it was quiet <laughs> when it was quiet when hogan threw throughout who who's that that wasn't nick patrick I, I forgot the referee that he threw up anyway he threw, he threw up the ref and then he went to go in, quote, quote unquote, savage, and and Hall countered it. But of course, you know, the, of course, it, it was no contest, no contest by then. So they couldn't, it, it wasn't acknowledged though. But that's when you heard the quietness because nobody, when they weren't even counting for the pin, you knew folks were shocked. Because you know, folks, you believe it. You know, right, somebody would count the pin in the crowd from there, man. But you know, folks were just, Crazy, and then Hulk Hogan, you know, cut the cut a promo that basically explained why. Because for for, for those who for, again for another short crash course, Hogan, I think he was only in the WWE for like two years. He wasn't even in it that long. By the time you know he, by the time this heel turn came, but. By the time he went to WCW, the Hulkamania thing was running out. The folks at WCW, he, he wasn't catching on as a face at WCW. I mean, they still played, you know, the, the main Hulk thing. They had him going up against the, the Dungeon of Doom, had him in, in, in a program against, you know, Paul, Paul Wright, then known as the Giant. When WCW had a damn monster truck match, the right. less said about that, the better. But right. he, he wasn't catching on in WCW the way he – the way he did, you know, in WWF for, for, for a lot of reasons. But again, Hulkamania was being played out. But even though they they even though they weren't feeling the the you know the I'm a, I, I'm a real I'm a real American Hulk Hogan, so they weren't feeling that guy, they still knew that again, this is the guy who came out to I'm a real American, fight for the rights right. of every man. He was the hero. And if it was anybody who was going to put Nash and Hall in their place at the time, it was going to be Hulk Hogan. So right, man, he was the only person that was available. He was the only person that could stop him. Yep. So when so when the opposite happened, <laughs> broke my heart. I like what? I was more, I was more surprised and my heart broken. I was like, because that was just me going in after just after the, the aftermath. Like, damn, he just this man just betrayed us. Like. The ultimate betrayal that, that happened for like and do happen to the the, the most uh, pure-hearted uh, person in the world, according to him, man. Because this man had movies where he was like the the the, yep. the, the good guy beating up on Zeus, uh, aka yep, Tiny Lester, aka you know, like he was okay, he was like the superhero. He had a cartoon. Rest in peace, rest in peace to Tiny Lester. Because he was because he was a scary dude in that movie, man. Like, man, yes, the was. whole bar was that was that movie. <laughs> and then, you know, he was a superhero. So he comes out the, the save Randy Savage, but he, he beats Randy Savage. Like, no. Like, you know what I'm saying? Leg drop. He does his move with Randy Savage. 
that was a game changer. Nobody really expected something like that to happen from a uh, a wrestler that was a face. That was to that was for me being at a young age seeing a face turn into a heel. That moment, like oh man, and there's no other moments to me having up from a wrestler that's going to beat that at all. Yeah, it started a, a monumental movement, man. It just became that. That what became NWO, dude. It just it was the biggest thing on the block. Okay, y'all want to talk about perfect storm? Again, it's the definition of a perfect storm, guys. The definition of a perfect storm that happens again. Again, Hogan. Hogan needed the refresh, and seeing Hall and Nash, two of the bigger names in in W, you know, WWF at the time, just just leave, you know, to come to what was still pretty much an upstart in WCW. We're just perfect, and like I said, it was just a it's a perfect time, you know, to to run with it, to run with everything. And again, it was a program that they got guys like, you know, again, Lex Luger, you know, got, got some major run. Sting, actually, I wouldn't even, you know, really check the Sting until, you know, this program began. The Sting came back as the Crow. Right. He came back as the Crow Sting. I'm like, yeah, this is going to be right. a guy that's really going to start taking the game. Is anybody going to save WCW? It was Sting. <laughs> and that became a, a real sting stand. That became a sting stand, you know, the, d- during the time when the when the NWO, you know, was still, you know, fresh doing this thing. And like I said, yeah. man, so Vince finally, 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 you know, felt pressure. And we got, you know, we, we got the faction wars that we saw in WWF, man. So that we got that. We got the Monday Night Wars. And we got, you know, the attitude there. This, this force. Vince into actually realizing that things that he was doing during the new generation era, it, 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 it just wasn't for the times. Like you said, man, that's, that's what that pressure does to you. It definitely was applying pressure, man. Yep. Definitely was applying pressure. i never seen anything like that before. i never seen NWO, but then it didn't, it wasn't just a one-time thing either. Like it grew every, every Monday night episode it was like the way that they had it formatted. It was like it was going to be a regular NWO night, NW, NW, Nitro episode. And then you see like a, a random interruption. Uh, the TV <laughs> screen go black. And, and, and you say, this, is a, this has been an announcement from the NWO. Like, oh, man, just, they messing up. Like, they just being assholes to them, their own show. Yep. Interrupting, they commentating. Like, man, get out of the chair, man. We're going to talk for this rest of the match. Like, y'all get out of the way. Like, you know, and, and like, this is like, crazy. Man. Dog, that was incredible. Like, you know what I'm saying? And and let's bring into some let's bring some sports talk into it too. Since this is a sports um sports podcast. Dennis Rodman, the great yep. Dennis Rodman coming up into 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 the game and, and joining the, the groups of the NWO. Like this this is like this group was like you couldn't this is the hottest thing in, in the land at that moment. And to be honest with you, it, it took my it took my attention away from WWF. Like, hmm, okay, like. I want to see what this is talking about because they being a little bit more, more raw and having a little bit of attitude. So, hey, 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 Ronaldo. Hey, even AC Green was was actually in the audience at one time, sporting the shirt. AC Green, <laughs> Green, he was looking, and that started that that started the trend. Who was the who that's going to show up and have an NWO shirt on? Because that was yep. the coolest thing popping, man. You're going to show up to a Nitro. And then you're going to have the NWO shirt on, and you have uh, uh, Nash come out and give you the boop. You know what I'm saying? Like, the dab oh, down, yeah. whatever. So, you know, that was it, was it was a big deal, man. It was 
It, I'm pretty sure it also started getting media like, oh, it's not like who is the WCW, who's the NWO? Because matter of fact, it did get media because the Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan was the yep. bad guy. Everybody knew Hulk Hogan was the good guy, and then this man was on the news like, Hulk Hogan is bad. Hulk Hogan, he doesn't he he's spray painting the championship belt like, oh my, he's, he's vandalizing and stuff like you know like mm-hmm. he can't like they, they put that thing on the nation man. So he had an NWO NWO belt too. Yeah, NWO won heavyweight belt. <laughs> no, it was, it was <laughs> who did who who wasn't doing stuff like that right? Like they was like nobody else was doing that. So no nope. attention was on on them for a good minute. Like I said, yeah, the, NWO, the NWO ran their own matches in empty arenas, bro. Just randomly do, doing just because they could do that, yep, and it always the- all this stuff being black and white. This is always, always still dope. Like they be just doing like some wild attitude type shit. Like man, we 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 run to the beat to our own drum. I don't know what it's WCW doing, but we just taking it over because we can do that because we bullies like that. We bully yep. balling. They have their own. <laughs> they also have their own pay per view too sold out. Oh yeah, good old Dog. sold out. <laughs> no, yeah. and of course we can go to the to the the, the various branches off that. The yeah, when they had, had that, like, when know. they got so big, they had to um, you know, they had to, like branch off, they had Hollywood, right. Hollywood, and they had the Wolfpack. That was the beautiful thing, man. I oh, was yeah. thinking that wasn't going to work, and then with you know Nash and Hall did the thing. I love the NWO's red and black. I love I love the red and black shirts. Everybody more did. Than the white Everybody and black. The, the Wolfpack was yep. was this. That's all. I thought with the Wolfpack. Had a heart. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. I'm, I'm and I'm pretty sure we're going we're going way over the podcast. We got into our, our wrestling bag, but you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Hey man, wrestling wrestling was awesome, oh, man. During that time, yeah, man, was- I was, bruh. Every Monday night, my parents knew I was about to watch wrestling, and I'm about to bo- watch both shows at yep, the same yep. time. I'm about to switch man, back and that shit down to commercials too. Yeah, yeah. and if you miss that episode, yep, you like missed that said, episode, the, the Monday done. Night Wars. No, here's how it went down: WCW came on at eight, and then Raw came on at nine. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. <laughs> That's how it's it was. Beautiful. Beautiful. You went the first, hour, the first hour of WCW Nitro, and, and then after, then, then afterwards, you, you switch back. You, you watch a couple of segments on on Raw, and then you like switch switch back and forth. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, it, for me, it gave me Raw had it. I, Raw knew that WCW comes on the eight. So for me, Raw had to get me when I turned it because I was going to turn it to Raw at nine o'clock. So Raw had to do what it had to do in that first hour to keep me because I was gonna turn it back to WCW. Like, all right, cool. Like, let's see what's got going on. And then usually Raw does his thing and keeps me in there because you know I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna be biased to WWF because that was what I've been on. And so Raw had to you know step the game up and and come out come out the gate swinging on on the first hour. Usually those 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 mm-hmm. matches don't fit up the last hour. Like they had to come out yeah. the first hour swing. You know, and then you know, you get the back and forth where you had uh, you had um, Eric Bischoff come out in the first hour and tell you what the wrestling matches on WWE yep. was gonna be <laughs> from on the on, like, yeah, like you know, that, that was like it was getting it was getting very, 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 very uh, slick and, and, and tricky against them too. So I like, oh, this is getting good. Like, again, it, it was a good time to be alive for us, folks, man, because you know, they're not gonna experience anything like this. This is just. You had to be there and experience. I can't. Yeah. We can explain I mean, it and tell the stories of it, but if you wasn't there to see it on that TV, I fat a big little TV, not a flat screen, but a, a big square yes. TV, CRT TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
to see that, you know what I'm saying, to see to see them boys doing their thing and 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 performing because yeah, they are doing performing. These are athletes doing their thing, man. Like these boys are getting hurt. They're choreographing. That's just as much as the choreographing the um uh, an incredible dance that or or choreographing um ice skating um, performance, you know. Same thing, considering these guys are athletes, because that's what they are. And these ladies too, they're athletes. Like, they're flipping and jumping all the time, man. Like I would tell folks that listen to the podcast to watch the wrestler if they don't, you know, if they don't really understand how this wrestling thing goes, because it's real. Like watching the movie The Wrestler with with I can't think of his name at the moment, but watch the the wrestler. Mickey Rourke. With Mickey Rourke. And you get a you get a double explanation on how this how this thing works and why you consider why we're talking about this on the podcast. Oh, definitely, man. Like I said, it was, again, this was the moment in which I, I really became, you know, a fan. Like you said, he talked about, like Tarif said, every Monday, I knew we knew exactly what was going on. Knew exactly yeah, don't disturb. Don't disturb. I had a don't. Yeah. I should have put a don't disturb on, on, on my uh, doorknob when, when the wrestling came on. Uh, <laughs> all right, please. I've done my homework. Yeah. Get the fuck on now. Shit. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> but it, in was, fact, it was. In, in, in fact, like I said it. Really, one of the greatest moments. I said one of the one of the best times I had with had with my my late grandmother, my granny. In fact, she her love of wrestling rubbed off on me. So that's what we always did. Like you said that Monday, nice. we we watched wrestling together. Like I said that that was our thing. I said, me and her just watch wrestling, man. Like I said, it brings back, I said, it brings back, you know, some great nostalgia. It's crazy, you know, that that, that we were preteens, you know, when, when all of this was all of this was going on. And it's like you said, it's this is the moment in which, like I said, that I really became came into this good wrestling. What was was during this time? And like I said, it, it hasn't, oh, yeah. wrestling hasn't been more relevant or as creative. Or just as big as it has since since that same time period, it probably right. never will never will because of a lot of other factors that we could talk about. It'll probably again be its own be be its own podcast, be a whole other show in and of itself. But I just Basically. we we just we just we just wanted to give we just wanted to give our props to to this organization, and unfortunately, every everybody at least the core members that. That, that make up the group have battled their own, have battled their own, you know, de- demons and been through much, much better times doing this, you know. But Hulk Hogan became a whole racist, so fuck him. But everybody, right. but, but, but everybody else, you know, we, right. we, we know about, we know about Hulk battled with addiction and, and just, and, 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 and that, and that's just, Nash is being out there, <laughs> out there trying to figure out the things himself, man. But again, it was it was just a reminder of a much simpler time, man, and a, and a very very fun time, man. And, and and not only our collective history as adolescents, but just great time for mankind in general. Exactly, man. It, it it's it to me it set off the well. It, it became the same. It became how how competition. Between the two wrestling uh, organizations, it made it better for each 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 organization made itself better, even though they was competing against each other. And this is why we had great content at that time because you had WCW 
going against WWF, which became WWE. But like those two was going at each other, so they had to be on top of their, they had to be on top of the uh, uh, of their their ish. They had to be on top of the game because they slipped, then they're gonna lose ratings. They lose ratings, and that's it. So for them to be, like, I had to outdo um, Nitro last week with this episode, right? We're wrong next week. Like, we they had to come really, really, you know, the attitude arrow was flourishing right there. Like, like, that's why we had got all those great characters that we have and we follow now because of the end that NWO just started that big old thing. Like, it just became this really big, huge phenomenon that anything can happen. There's no such thing as being good forever. Like you know, what I'm saying don't don't always yeah. think your 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 favorite wrestler is gonna be the good guy forever. It's gonna be you <laughs> never know what's gonna happen. Be you know, yeah. Hulk Hogan was the biggest. He was the biggest um example of them all. Like, if you don't think Hulk Hogan was gonna change, anybody gonna change? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad they had the NWO man. That was just a big, so really yeah. huge deal. Just, Huge dude, so I'm glad we could be able to celebrate that tonight. Yeah, shout out on that 25 years, right? There. That is yep. what a time, what a time to be alive. Let's say 25 oh, yeah. years, man, yeah. definitely. What a time! Mm. Yeah. That was our longest segment, right there, yo. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I feel like you might have to pop, you might have to bust it into a two parter, bro, because it's going mm-hmm. the way it the way this turns out, yeah. Might have to. I mean, we got like probably like one. We got like really there's one more really. So yeah, like, yeah, we got like one more anyway. Yeah, it's the pinhead of the week. So yeah, yeah just power, yeah, power through this. And yeah, shout yeah. out. But but yeah, but yeah, y'all. Th- 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 thanks for definitely t- tuning in to you know this this part, man. Like I said, y'all definitely we had to share with y'all what NWO meant to us. Oh, man. Uh-huh. I hope if anything, anybody listening got a got a got a got a glimpse of what wrestling is and jump into it. Hopefully, we got them interested in and seeing what it is. There's always a lot of stuff to go back on to. Yeah, most definitely. No doubt. But yeah, um, I got three pinheads of the week. I'm like, oh, so who are you pinheads, man? I yeah, need to see. I need to find out. Oh, um, shoot. That track around the Shakari Ralph Richardson. Oh. Mm. Oh, okay, people. Oh, good, good listeners. Before y'all turn, oh. before y'all turn this off. Before y'all turn oh, yeah. this off. Oh let's, yeah. Let's, 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 let's explain it off right now. <laughs> let, 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 let's explain this for a little bit. Ooh. I now to, to be fair, I, I didn't know that Ooh. B was going to actually put two other more pin ads. We actually discussed. We actually discussed. So I don't know if 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 actually if his pin ad is actually going to line up with what I have to say about this. But in terms of this situation in general, <laughs> there's a whole bunch of blame to just go 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 around go go, go around in this entire story. We we are not bashing bashing Shikari on, on, on the actual fact that she smoked weed. We're not doing that. What we are going to actually get? Okay, what we are going to get on her her about says says again. Be mentioned her name. And it, guys, it's just just plain and simple, just outright. You can't be messing up the bag. Be messing up the bag. You literally have it in your hand. Don't fumble the bag. Don't fumble Please. the bag. You're so close. Please. 
you, you were so close to Tokyo. Please. Tokyo was right, right. there. And, not, right. and also, when you got to Tokyo, right. you would have definitely broke some records. But I think she would have been the favorite in the 100, guys. She would have, yeah. She would have been the favorite in the 100, guys. Like I said, it, 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 and if she could perfect getting off those blocks good, she probably would have been, been had a world record. Don't fumble Perfectly. the bag. You knew, you knew that. Bruh, they, they test. They test for drugs at these things. You, you can't. This isn't a random drug test at a job. You know that they randomly test drugs. Yeah, <laughs> they test. And, and, and I know. And I know we, they're also gonna be like, well, because she was dealing with her mother unexpected death. I mean, it's understandable. But you know, again, we got to put ourselves in other other athletes who train years and years and years for this opportunity that's only open every four years. So after that, you know, you only get a certain time. And continue doing this thing, so you know everything is has to be focused. So you know going to a, a matchup like this, just like you're going into a job, you know what you got to have. You got to have everything set up. You know what you yes. got to do, or you're gonna fumble the ball. Like you know what's going to be at hand. So of course, uh, a, a situation with a test like that's going to happen. Yes, like I said, you know? like I said, like you, like you said, Ronaldo, you, you don't you don't smoke weed for a job interview. <laughs> you know, just good right. Don't put your stuff in that situation. That's just my thing. And like I said, I mean, no matter what you think, but no matter what anybody thinks of the rules, is this you still have to color within the line. You can't just do anything because you just don't, because you don't feel like because you feel like bucking. That, that ain't gonna be a good yeah. excuse again. That ain't gonna be a good excuse when you sit assed out looking at everybody else, you know, chasing their dreams for, for, for the Olympics. And, I mean, and, and I think that and I think that having them having that I think them having that um the that the whole weed thing is trash anyway. They should get rid of that. But I also know it's a deeper it's a deeper conversation to have because it's not just us, it's, it's the country, it's all the countries in the world. The the country of uh, China might be like, nah, we are not doing that. We we're not we we're not accepting weed as a test. Like we can't, and that's how we're gonna continue doing it. So with one one country is like, yeah, we're not doing it anymore, they gotta discuss it with the world. So it's not a, just a simple like just get rid of that. It's just what the rules are. So knowing the fact that these are all the rules that you can't change, you got to be more prepared for that. Exactly. These, like I said, these these are the rules now. Like I said that, or whether like I said that. Yes, that's going to be my that's going to be my next thing with Aldo about about having marijuana be in the same category as a performance enhancer. I mean, get real. Right. <laughs> I mean, get real. But until those rules change. Color within the lines and don't fumble the bag. Yes, exactly. don't fumble the bag. Exactly. You know? that's, that's, that's all I got, guys. Just don't, yeah. don't fumble the bag, people. Don't fumble the bag. And to me, y'all also like you know she this this whole cancel culture thing is dangerous because like you know the way she's like you know she got folks not wanting to watch the the Olympics too like you know you got other folks that are in the Olympics that are that that have done so much that, that y'all can't root for like you know what I'm saying no, we're not rooting for them cuz she's not in there no more like we want all the black people not to watch like but you got some black athletes that are in there exactly like, you know, like, I don't know about y'all but I but I'm definitely I'm watching Gabby Thomas I don't care what y'all say you know what I'm saying let's start getting, <laughs> exactly you flower Gabby Thomas is like the goal she done changed up five different Different um uh, performances and switching up, doing stuff that has never been done before. So you know we still got more people that's in there, like you know. So we can't boycott and not just you know not just completely not go to the Olympics. Like you know, 
again, the cancer culture thing is, 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 is strong, it's dangerous. Like, you know, and it's going to be me saying this out to the world now, but it really is. We got to watch where we want to cancel. Oh, no, like, like I said, like, like I said, no, 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 man, no, this is what needs to be said, man, because the thing is, like you said, again, to her credit, she is actually taking responsibility responsibility for the action. She's actually doing, you know, something that, again, no, nobody's look, looking at the fact that, yes, yeah, she took responsibility and she messed up. They're just looking at the fact that, oh, she, oh, she, she just got popped for weed. So what, what's the big deal? Again, it's just reactionary. We actually, again, like I said, not thinking there were so many other, you know, great stories. Like I said, as as great of a story as she is, she's not the only one. Gabby Thomas, man, it's a, look at get a look at being you know, a neurologist. Harvard, Harvard, she's a Harvard graduate, and she actually wants to use her degree to, to actually help the black, to the black, the black community community out. But but yet here we have folks talking this stupid shit about about boycott and not supporting it, all because of one one person. And we have all these other, you know, athletes, like you said, who spent years to just get this, get this, you know, opportunity. And because the Olympics happened in, in 2021, it's going to be even a shorter time, you know. Again, she she reminded folks, Chicago is only 21. She has plenty of Olympics left in her. Mm-hmm. Like said, mm-hmm. this, 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 these this, other these other these other athletes, you know, their time in the past and these are every four years this happens. Not like it's an every year thing. Like so, you know, and these four years leading up to the, the games now, they've been training at elite level. So, you know, they can't have this be missed, you know? So this yeah, is a big thing. This is the last time we could probably see Allison Felix in, in the Olympics. This is probably her last go around. So, again, mm-hmm. you, you think she wants many people to see her, you know, to see her, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. go, out, go out the way that she wants to with no terms, man? So, Most again, definitely. Again, y'all, y'all I'll be watching her. Be yeah, I, I will be watching uh, her before I watch Shikari. I mean, and it's not just because she knew. It's just because Alex been there before, man. Like she's yep. one of the she one of the greatest women runners ever, dog. Like, she's like 16. why would I? Why would I miss she's it just 18, because? Bro. Yeah, why would I miss it just because Shakari? Okay, yeah, you you smoke weed, but you know they gonna test for drugs. You know this. You know this. This ain't no. It's gonna come. Maybe oh no, you nope. know they gonna test. Yes, you know, just like I'm in the army, they test every month. They test every month. It's not the same people because it's a random. Uh, they say it's random, but it's a random ten percent of the unit that they're gonna test. But they test every month. You know it's coming. It's not no, oh, maybe so, maybe, you know. No. Bruh, you about to go to, you got a chance to go to the Olympics and you want to smoke weed? Well, Nigga, smoke that shit afterwards, man. Come on. There'll be plenty of time to celebrate after you get after. gold. Right. There'll be plenty of time to celebrate after, after you get gold. Plenty of time. You want to mess it up a month and a I mean, and yeah, I mean, and disclosure again. Her, her reason was because you know, said her mother expected, unexpectedly died. But again, you know, there's other ways yeah. of of dealing with that trauma. Bruh, you know? bruh, mom, bruh, I am, I am not about to smoke no weed just because my mom, my mom and dad died. I mean, yes, it's gonna be hurtful, but yeah. bruh, I'm not about to mess up the rest of my life. 
because they they passed away. They will, if they was alive, they would want me to get the bag. If they dead, they still want me to get back. Yeah. Don't fuck it up because you lost somebody. Don't fuck up your life because you lost somebody. Because it's gonna be all this. This gonna be on her for a long time, dog. You fucked up your chance to go to the Olympics because you smoke weed because your parents died. And may not have another chance either. It's going to be hard. It's not It's not easy. It's going to be hard. No, no hey, she's going to yeah, have to continue. Like you said, there, more, more, more than likely, I'm going to say that she'll, but again, she has to wait three years for it, though. And that's, especially when you're right there, when you're right there. I mean, you, right own, there you, make history. you almost got your feet on the plane. Basically, Tokyo, yeah, Tokyo, man. I mean, you know, so you, you she, have to wait. You have to wait three years like, again, y'all. Those, those are going to be the longest three years of our life, right? Oh, you got to, you got to stay. You got to stay at top of your game. Years. You got to stay yep. training. So this her three years, three years, she needs to be eating it all up. She needs to be getting uh, that following together, trying to trying to compensate of what happened with what's going on, and be ready for three years. She'd be good. She's twenty one. If she get twenty four, she'd be straight. If you know, it, it's only gonna be on her if she doesn't want to be in that same position she is now. I mean, now I'm um, going forward. So Mm-mm-mm-mm. she just she just messed it up. All right, who the next pinhead? Yeah, the next pinhead is the the damn New York Mets for Bobby Bonilla's contract. Ah uh, yes, <laughs> I love that contract. Ah uh, yes, I love that contract. Year. By the mess, I think it's July first. Yep, every until, July first, one point nine million dollars until, until I think twenty thirty two. Is that correct? Twenty thirty two or twenty thirty five? Oh, that's still 35. one of those. Yeah, yeah, one of those. But guess what? He can he can the check every year. Yeah, and <laughs> his agent is a goat for this, man. No, the yeah. best, the best. Yeah. I would love Christ. to have some, finagle some kind of way out of that, like. Like whoever, like whoever accepted those those terms should be just, yeah, not even Fuck. not even like available to do any kind of work at all in the in the MLB at all. Fuck. Yeah, and I think man, because of the Nets, this stuff stuff like that, Nets will never be great. They um they probably I think they in they first were, place in NL East. They in first place, but but but, but 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 again, they, 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 they 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 feel they fell back on them because the Braves fell back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's another topic for another show. Right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I just love to have a million dollars every year for the next one year for no reason. I'm sitting on my ass to get a million dollars. Yeah. From the, the Mets, Mets and I love. It. I wanted. I wanted to save the Mets on that direct deposit. Now look at y'all. Y'all just so beautiful to me. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Appreciate yeah. that. I appreciate yeah. y'all. Yeah, and the Mets been sitting on their ass for a long time before this. <laughs> ah, so it's nothing new. Nothing new with the Mets, man. One thing Horrible. you can't do, you can't you go um get all this money and start acting stupid, which leads to my next person. Um oh, Trevor Bauer, accused of sexual assault. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't heard too much about it, but I've heard like <laughs> it's not looking good for him, so. Uh, wait, wait so wait, what happened again to him? He's been accused of sexual assault. Um, where where was it? It was in somewhere in California. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not, yeah, it's not looking. Yeah, and I kind of found <laughs> that in real life, he was like an asshole. So, so then, then I mean, that's really just him being him. Oh, he a big douche. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's a big douche. Well, now he's about to fumble his money. Even, even though I admit I, I would have liked his doucheness for the Atlanta Braves, oh, yeah, for that yeah. pitcher staff because he a fire pitcher, <laughs> yeah. He's a great asshole. So. Yeah. He's a great asshole. Sometimes but, personality takes over, man. As much as, as good as you are, if you're an asshole, that just, yeah. it flows over soon. You know? Oh, yeah. Once you get once you get money like that, boy, you're going to be a bigger asshole for sure. The true <laughs> self. True, once you get more money, man, your true self just, just gets magnified, man. If you ain't good Ooh. before you got money, you ain't going to be – Good when once you get money, man. So oh, yeah, if you an asshole already, dog, you just gonna have more money to blow so you can be a bigger asshole. <laughs> yeah, and treat, and treat people like shit. So yeah, whatever, man. He gets what he get. Yeah. He gets if he gets charged with it. Hey, yeah. he brought it on himself. Yeah, because there's a lot of women that would just do whatever you say for the monies. And you won't have to, and you won't have to sexually assault them. They will do whatever, yeah, whatever for the monies. So these money are facts. Money. Oh, oh, these are facts. Oh, these are, oh, these yeah. are, these are <laughs> South Korean facts, my brother. I'm bringing, I'm bringing South <laughs> Korean facts. Man, you know, this, bro. Just letting y'all know. Just letting y'all know. Woo. Yes. These are experts anyway. on here. We are, we are expert. We are expert in a lot of fields on this podcast, y'all. So. Please yeah. believe what we say. Ooh. You know, we got y'all. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, South Korea, y'all. South Korea. South Korea. That's all I gotta say. There got it my, is. There it is. Got my shout outs for it. Um, they um just praise out to Mark Rick. Um, last week he found that he had Parkinson's disease, so mm. hopefully they can get a um get recovered from that. So. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I always thought he was a. I always thought he was a good coach at UGA. I mean, I, I did. I mean, you know, how, he, but, yeah. he, he he was a very coach at UGA, but he was yeah. just one of the early victims of Nick Saban syndrome. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I, I agree. I, 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 and I like the senior with Miami. I like when he went to the U, going back home and all that good stuff. Like, you know, it it he he he, he kind of um. Do, Created a little niche down there for him, so you know I'm definitely sending some good vibes his way, man. What he got going on, I'm hoping it's the best for him because that's Parkinson is no joke. Yeah, like I said, that as a, and of course as a and and, and and as the as a resident FSU fan, I remember him very from his tenure as the OC as, as the OC for for the team. And in fact, he was the, he was the OC back when Charlie Ward was bringing in the fast break offense. At the time, mm. and, and yeah, we won Charlie Ward the the, the Heisman Trophy. So yeah, Charlie. Oh yeah, so too, I mean, too, too too bad he decided to play for the Knicks instead of stay stay with football. But yeah, yeah. you know. Okay, yeah, like I say, it, it was his choice, man. So he he, he hey. lived out his dream, and of course, if if, if hey, do what you want. Yeah. Like I said, and, 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 and of course, if if if, if casual if casual racism wasn't that was as bigger as back then for guys playing, right. playing quarterback, then then probably he wouldn't right. have you know, got a chance. Oh, yeah. Got a chance, you know, from somebody right. to play. So mm-hmm. hey, but anyway, like I said, he he was a he's my favorite FSU player of all time. So 
I said, I'm, I'm definitely always going to shout out Charlie Ward whenever I can, man. But again, big prayers to, to Mark Rick. Like I said, man. Oh, I, and I, yeah, my, yeah, my gr- talk about my granny again. She she suffered from from de- dementia herself. It was the last the last end of her life, and uh, guess you know any any yeah neurological disease. I think is just some of the worst. Some, some yeah. of the worst, worst ways to go, man. I, I just can't imagine, you know, just losing all factors, losing all memories of, of the loved ones. And like I said, man, if, I know, I know if, if, if I had to, I, I know the way that I'm going to go probably won't be my choice. But if I just had a choice, it, it just wouldn't be via, via neurological disease, guys. I just, like I said, it, it, it really just hurt me when I heard that Mark was diagnosed. But He's keeping a good, he's keeping, you know, very good spirits about himself, right? Like, because he plans to be be there on the ACC network. By yeah. the time, you know, football starts, he's not slowing down, it sounds like. So and that might help him out, you know, trying to get that yeah. kind of counteract what's going on with what brought, you know, probably just keeping keeping active, keeping into the to, into doing what he's doing, you know, and that can he can offset that. Yep. And of course, don't, don't don't forget the great great Muhammad Ali also oh, yeah, also died it. because of this disease too. So yeah, hey, Michael J. Fox had it too. I think. Yeah, he has. Yep, yeah. he has it. So the so 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 shout out to to all of our scientists who are who are researching ways to finally finally do away with these you know these these you know terrible diseases. Yeah. Most yeah. definitely. Y'all boys got anything y'all want to say in the remarks? Shout out to Rachel Nichols, man, for, you know, just being a regular white woman out here in these streets. Um, you know, hating man. on a black girl, hating Speaking on the blacks, getting, getting up a chance. Own bag. Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah, so. bag, yep, another example of fumbling the bag. Man. And allegedly having, so. having an affair with Jimmy Butler in the bubble last year. I, ooh, ah, ooh. yes, for sure. I saw that too. Mm-hmm. But anyways... Um. Uh, yeah. Shout out to her, man. It's just you know, it came out. You know, twenty twenty was a bad year for everybody. But like, anyway. Um, oh man. Yeah, man. Shout out. Shout out to the to the finals not being in the bubble this year. You know. Shout out to um. Shout out to y'all, man. Y'all good. Good. Good to see y'all young brethren out here doing y'all thing, man. So shout out to y'all and, you know, shout out to everybody else, all the other young black men we know setting positive role models out here in the streets. Facts. Okay. Um, I want to give a shout out. Oh, go ahead. Okay. No, I'm just going to say shout out to shout out to Nate McMillan for for being named the permanent head coach of of the Atlanta Hawks, I think yeah. I think I actually mentioned a couple of shows ago that Stephen A. Smith actually said, I think right after they beat the Knicks, that even though it hasn't been reported, they actually had a deal in place, and this and the and when it was announced right after you know the end of the last series that the Hawks were taking the interim off, that pretty much shows that yeah they pretty much had a deal in place. They're just waiting until you know the end of the season to announce it. Unfortunately, that that end came. In the Eastern Conference Finals, but nobody expected the Hawks to to be in this position. So shout out yeah. to them as well. So this is a double shout out. Shout out that you know go hand in hand with each other. Shout out to Nate, you know, for bringing the team together and bringing something. 
yeah, probably bringing the most out of a team that 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 probably that probably wasn't even you know that might might not have been you know a, a second round caliber or at least a an Eastern Conference caliber team per se, but definitely something that that was the whole was greater was was definitely you no know, greater than some of the individual pieces. But my God, they got a hell of an individual piece of Trey Young. And they got some young boy. They got some young boys on there. Like I said, I, I'm Cam Reddish surprised me. I'm going to see Cam Reddish. I'm love to see Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish, you know, really, really come up in this organization. I think that boy's, you know, about to learn. Let, let him learn the game some more. That boy's going to do some damage. And of course, you no know, DeAndre Hunter. I'm going to definitely love to see him, you know, get back to the lineup and his continual growth. Uh, very good three and D player. I think he's a starter. He's probably going to be starting for us next year by the time, you know, the 2021 season rolls along. So I think, you know, like I said, uh, for, for for the first time in a long time, man, I think, you know, the, the Hawks really have a superstar that they can really r- rally rally around. They collectively as collectively you know, as, as a city, as an area. I think, you know, we could definitely call, <clears throat> call Trey Young our own, man. I'm going to say, man, it's going to be interesting to see how, how they improve over, over next year and what they're going to do to get over the hump. Because we, we already see, you know, that they're, they're capable of making it this far. So what we're going to do now to, to actually put us in the conversation of, you know, championship, the championship pretenders every year. Most definitely. For sure. Um, definitely, definitely want to give a – I'm going to give two shout-outs. Uh, one shout-out, let me go give it to Aaron Rodgers for doing – Doing his um his manipulation of, of the fans on if he's gonna play or not, especially with uh he's doing a golf tournament yesterday doing the finals with um uh, going against Brady, and you know they they're going back and forth with each other, and Brady obviously you know Brady is a whole new whole new person too I guess you know leaving that whole leaving leaving New New England whatever now he's a whole he's a laugh laugh guy he's doing all these like appearances and stuff. Um, but I like this Brady though, for real, for real. Um, but yeah, shout out to Aaron Rodgers for like you know letting folks know he's still gonna be playing for the Packers from week one, even though he's not saying nothing. Yeah. But he's gonna be there. Um, <laughs> and then second shout out to my my coach for the 49ers, Kyle Shanahan. He he went viral over the weekend, uh, showing off his quarterback skills. He was hanging out in in San Diego with uh, with Ty, Joe Staley. And he was just hanging on on the rooftop, um, trying to see if he could um, hit hit uh, oven door on a side on across the street from another uh, another uh, house. And he swung that thing, hit it, and you know he just act like one of the boys, like yeah, what the fuck, you know, like just being cool. And I always like that about Kyle Shanahan, just being a cool <laughs> ass dude, just one of the fellas, you know. So you know, shout out to that, shout out to that, to that, to that coach Kyle Shanahan. He also got a good interview out today, um, too, on this podcast. Uh, with Sean McVay and Peter Trey, uh, uh, I think it's called Flying Coach. So definitely check that out. It's really good. It's some really good intel. Um, you know, he talks about Kyle Shanahan talks about the infamous play he did for the Atlanta Falcons, why he made that, why he made that move, and what was the reasons behind the, the play call that he made. And he talks about going into the 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 position of the the San Francisco Warriors. That wasn't his first pick. It was going to be something else. So you know, definitely check out that uh, that podcast. It's pretty good. What's it called again, Ronaldo? It's called the Flying Coach. It's with Sean McVay, 
and Peter Schrager, they they do like a a, a combination together, and they okay. just had Shanahan on. Real oh. deep conversation, pretty good. Very well. Also, this um, just want to give y'all a, just want to just I guess conclude this episode. Um, also um, check out um the first rounders. It's on Spotify. Whenever I get a chance. Yes, sir. It's on Spotify. Like I said, we're still trying to get it on Alpha. Right now, it's on Spotify. So, Mama, we made it. Yeah, we made it. We made uh, yeah. it on Spotify. Oh. <laughs> Spotty, move on up. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. I really do appreciate you guys, man. Thank you all for letting me on on on, on the podcast tonight. I felt like this was a good episode tonight. Yeah, it was long. It, it, it felt like it was on. Um, it was a, a, a adventurous movie, man. Like, yeah, we yeah. had to give him the views from the six, bro. We had to give him really the views from the six. Yeah. But on that note, where y'all boys have a good night, man, and um, y'all have a good rest of the night. Appreciate you guys, man. Y'all be safe out there. All right, do this. Peace. 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 Salute the real, overlook the fake. Hate to get out my face, yeah, mash your brakes. I'm flattered that you always thinking of me, but you a burden on yourself for what I'm about to be. Cause I'm HMO, I can hold my own. Dog, I'm hell on the mic. I've been down for the longest. I wake up in the morning and roll a blunt bigger than normal, and then I crank up that studio time to get to some money. Cause I'm a top-notch soldier, I stay real to my contra I'm just a country-ass street thug, I ain't never been a poser From MMR to Smokey Road, boy you better know it Cause I aim for respect, ain't gonna stop until it's over See you can't tell me shit now, nah. I grew up in Bellhaven I was a gangster from the jump, yo I get a standing ovation, and my folk kicking those And all black like Darth Vader, and my only means of life is to get to y'all paper for real. It's a gold mission. Everybody pay attention. Everybody better listen for the dope man. Slipping scene. Satisfied bricks in the dope man. Key.